CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Howdy ho, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl, Cat Daddy. And Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur. And this go-round, we're going to be talking to you about the Ghostbusters franchise. This four-piece movie situation. I don't even know how the fuck that flowed out of my mouth, but whatever. Um, we're going to dive into all four of them. And I'm here to let you know right now, the last two are not as bad as some of y'all was making them seem. I'm not saying y'all, I'm just saying some of y'all. And I already know some of that is rooted in racism. Let's go. Let's go. And sexism. And sexism. (laughs) Let's fucking go. And some people just fucking hate remakes to the point where they don't even give this shit a fucking try. Okay, but that's fair. I'm I'm, I'm not even upset with you Oh, because you don't like (laughs) remakes. But I'm not going to shit on the movie if I never took two chances to actually see it. Yes. And no, I'm, I said two chances. Or two chances. Or sometimes when people watch things, you're watching it to hate it. You're not watching it to give it an honest chance. It's like when you people be all like, um... Not you people. <laughs> not you people. I did not mean to say you people. I meant people. <laughs> but I mean, some of these ones... Some, um, look at look at, look at yourself. Look at okay? You. Look at you. If you get look on the internet you. and someone says something and you're only like waiting for them to respond so that you can attack that response. Not like to t- intake the information or to right. see how you really feel about it or to think about it or to digest it. You want, you came to argue. You got your fucking arguing pants on and your hands on your hips and you're foaming at the mouth. I don't have time. If you don't it's like- It's arguing time. Bitch, it's arguing time. You to put your little Power Ranger Morpher Jake. No, please. Look, if you don't want to, if you don't like remakes, just don't watch the fucking movie and leave it alone. If you don't like remakes, just don't watch the fucking movie and leave it alone. That is a sentence. And I, the last one, I can't, uh, Afterlife, I can't really consider a remake. That's more of a sequel yeah. because they referenced the first two movies like canically. Can, is that how you say it? Canically? Okay, whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm, let me, let me use all the movies words. is yes. referenced, y'all. Yes. It's, it's in the same family tree. Yes, those movies. Now, the 2016 one, I kind of feel like that is, you know, 
the stepchild of the family and they kind of kicked her out. And I feel like that movie is not as bad as people were saying it's it not. was. It's it not. wasn't that bad. It's not. I do like. I feel like people are upset, especially if they're like Ghostbusters fan, because they you don't they don't reference it. They kind of reboot it. There's like they don't really yeah. But also, it says a lot, right? Because if you look at the story itself, there were some jokes in that movie where, but actually, like I kind of held my nose. But also, everything was expected. It was like I turned on SNL. It was literally Lady SNL. The first movie was like non-Lady SNL with an asterisk. And this movie was essentially Lady SNL reboot with Chris Hemsworth. Okay. All right, you know what? That's exactly what the movie was. It was like the uh, the cast of Bridesmaids um, swapped out a few people and then they went to go fight ghosts. Okay, you know what? I liked Bridesmaids. See? And And that's why I like this one. Yeah, and I like SNL sometimes. Not all the time. It's hit or miss, just like the movie. Jokes were hit or miss Mm -hmm. for that. But it wasn't all misses. And on top of that, people don't want to admit it because they love Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. There are a lot of jokes that did not age well. Okay. There's a lot of parts in the storyline that did not age well. There's a lot of shit that don't make sense. It's very over. People are like, that one was over the top. The first two movies are incredibly over the top in camp, in slapstick, in comedy. And I'm okay with that. That, that it's a comedy. It's it is a comedy. Ghostbusters has scary scenes and some like maybe some scary like images, especially because a lot of us saw these movies as children or younger people. So we're like, yeah, listen, and we're here for. And then if you watch the cartoon, you probably it's endearing. You know, it's in your heart. Ghost, who you gonna call? You know what the fuck it's saying. I'm calling Ghostbusters. Exactly. So mom, because this place is ghetto. Come get me, please. But. I, you know, people have, they, they're, they're like untouchable, but I'm like, have you seen those movies? And like, when's the last time you watched it? Okay. And let's, let's think about some of the shit that's happening in the movie. All right, friends, because Bill Murray was wilding. Let's, okay. he was not endearing to me in those mm-hmm. movies. And when you see him again, um, because they reuse characters, even in 2016, they're different people. Yeah. But they are reused and there are plenty of callbacks. So I'm like, I don't feel like it's disrespectful to the OG for real, for real. I feel like it's a side quest story now. Girl, I feel like anybody that said it was disrespectful to the OGs are like real diehard fans because after, I'm not like, a, oh, I'm a super fucking like Ghostbusters fan, fan person. Like that's not my bag. I've seen them, seen both movies several times yes, before the new the ones time. hit the streets. I was trying to tell, I was telling Jazz, I was trying to like map out my life. I really felt like as a young warthog, I saw a movie two before movie one. I'm not really sure how that happened, but my first knowledge of the movie, like from what I can remember, I distinctively remember the second one and that goop wall and that damn poster and that uh, that damn oil painting and that motherfucker and his hair was looking all crazy um, compared to movie one. But also seeing both of them a lot. I will say this as an adult versus a kid, and for those of us who grew up 80s, 90s, you know, somebody loved throwing a movie on and just throwing you and your cousins or you by yourself or whatever in the room and maybe you got some toys on the floor. Who knows? Yeah. And that's it. That's... <laughs> Me and my Barbies are watching <laughs> Ghostbusters, bro. That's it. Um, I will say that and those memories in comparison to now and watching these films, first thing that jumps out to me, none of these movies, the new ones, the old ones, none of them have any, any fucking business being damn near or exactly or over two hours long. 
I'm going to say that with my entire chest. I don't give You're a right. fuck. Th- these movies, an hour 40. And, I, and as the movies go progress, they just the, t- 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 the tick goes up. Hey, I do not need two hours of story time with these characters. I feel like these stories, although I am enjoying myself, they could, you know, an hour 30. I feel like... I keep wanting to yell out, it's morphing time, and I do not know why. Okay. <laughs> I feel like... Here's the thing. They all have a musical montage that's at least four to five minutes. Okay. Every time. And I'm a, I'm here for the montage. I feel like that is a part of the film now. It fits the tone. Every, yeah, if it, yeah, it fits the tone and everything. Every time we go through here, go ahead. I need a musical montage in every single one. We're here with that. Fuck it. We, fuck it, we live. But I feel like the last one, although it could have been carved down... I feel like because it had a meteor backstory, because we focus on Egon. Like, okay, I'm about to get into spoiled territory almost. We'll talk about that movie and how I feel about the time. Let's get the two hours. Movies. Yeah, two yeah. hours is too long, but I, I feel like an hour 30 would have felt rushed. I feel like they needed maybe an hour 45. Okay, 15. for the newer one. Yeah, for the new, only the newer one. The other ones, they could have honestly been an hour and 25, love. They don't need With the montage. 40. Yeah. All right. They could have still had the, mon- the, ma- the mon- montage. That's what I'm saying. The montage, I, I don't know why I gave it four different names. Like, I don't know the words. And it could have been an hour 35. It did not need to be an hour 45 and counting. Like, and I know someone's like, it's just a 10-minute difference. And the 10 minutes would have made all of the difference because I'm not even going to hold you at a certain point in both of those movies, the first ones, and I love nostalgia. I love watching movies that came out before a certain year because it makes me long for those days um, to a certain extent. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but, nigga, I'm tired. Like, I just really feel like, you know, I, I started getting sleepy. Like, and, and this is even still in feel, even still feeling nostalgic, even getting excited, seeing Bobby Brown, hearing these, you know, these motherfucking New Jack Swing ass songs. I'm real excited. Bruh. I'm also ready to take a nap. Girl. I'm exhausted. And the music was a little bit too much, especially in that second one. I know that, that the soundtrack was popping. I went and looked it up. They got a new edition. Everybody in that bitch getting loose. They even got Elton John in the motherfucker. Okay. They getting loose. However... They are, we are spending a lot of time. I feel like this is just a Bobby Brown monster. Like, it's Bobby, you hear Bobby Brown voice so much over at Ghostbusters 2. It's a lot. So, overview. Nah, I thought it was a Bobby Brown montage, because it is. Surprise, hoes. You close your eyes, you go think it's a fucking new edition video. This is all real. Listen, close your eyes and don't think it's a fucking music video happening. That's how much music they be using. Um, It was good music, but girl, it was a little too hot. A little too much. Okay. Overview. First two, because the first two are directly connected. I mean, the others are connected too, but we'll get into it. Overview. These dudes, they're scientists. They're looking up paranormal stuff, and they want to prove there's ghosts, and they're catching ghosts around the city. Make a business of it. And shit goes left. Boom. Movie one. Movie two, they still catching ghosts, and they trying to beat the lawsuits. Yep. And, you know, get more ghosts, because there's always ghosts still coming to beat people. Endless ghosts. Endless ghosts. That's it. That's all you yep. need. <laughs> Damn. Movie three. Same situation. We're a reboot situation. Scientists. All scientists. One is a college professor. And, you know, they are trying to figure out ghosts. And because they have no other options, they decide to make a business. You know, LLC Twitter. They yep. go ahead. They band together. And they start making a business of fighting ghosts in New York City. That a cast it. of all femme scientists mm-hmm. and uh, a MTA worker. Yes. 
which I'm going to get into that. And the first, we'll talk about yep. it. <laughs> they do the I, same thing. Um, it's the same formula. Why you do that? Like that. You, you could have just switched that part up. But we move on to the new movie, which is connected to the first two. It's how a lot of time has passed, clearly, from the 80s. Now we're here in the 20, 20 fucking 22. Wow. 40 years. Almost. Not 40, but 30 years. Sometimes. Time. time. It's slipping away from me. Bruh. Okay, so we're here at this point where um, we know that the Ghostbusters are here. One of the Ghostbusters, not going to say which one, but the Ghostbusters, their family moves into their house and we're discovering Ghostbuster shit and something big is happening and we got to start busting ghosts again. Who you going to call? Okay. But the Ghostbusters is expanded, so really, who are you going to call? That's the best part. That is the that's no, the that best, break that part. That's the best fucking part. Which, bitch. I know niggas is break dancing in the subway to this shit. <laughs> Showtime. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> cause I'm crying because I was literally like, you had no niggas dancing. Cut the camera to me three days ago. <laughs> no, that song fucking slaps. And I got some hot ass takes once we get into the end of these two movies. Cause girl, I ain't scared of no. Bitch. <laughs> that song is gonna be stuck in my head just like the Lost Boy Jake was stuck in your oh, head. Fuck. I'm not gonna repeat it right now. The Ghostbusters song is way better than it the Lost is. Boy song. I will admit that. I will admit that. That is that's just actual factual. Only rival to the Adams family song. <laughs> snap snap. Listen, cause that <laughs> No, yeah, that joke. I teach I taught my kids Spanish that that's how we do the days of the week in Spanish. Or the Ninja Turtle song. Go ninja, go ninja, go. go. Hey. I bitch, I, I started moving my shoulders. Hey. Go, 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 go. They was fucking it up. They were dancing hard as fuck. Imagine fucking some you had a child birthday party and there's four ninja turtles getting loose. You know they'd have dressed up in the ninja turtle outfits. You know the door is for them. They be getting loose. I go many. I love that video <laughs> when they dancing coming down the street with that parade with all the people. And they getting they are yep. Fucking it up. Yep. I love when people who be dressed up in cartoon suits be dancing hard as hell. That is a, it's joyful to see. It's very a joy to the children and to my heart because these are my type of videos, my kind of content. Yes. Well, you got the overview of the four movies. I think all of them are watchable, worth the watch, yep. especially at least once. I think the new movies are pretty, pretty good. I don't, and according to like Rotten Tomatoes, the scores are not super low, but the audience scores is like lower than the actual Rotten Tomatoes scores, I feel like. At least for the 2016 joint, because the people was like 56%, girl. That's same roughly things, same roughly things, same rough, rough, blah, 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 scores for Ghostbusters 2. Because IMDb was 6.6 out of 10 and the Rotten Tomato score was 54%. Okay, I can... Okay, we'll talk about it. All right. Yeah, I was... uh, Either or, I agree with you. These are all movies that you used to see at least once. I think this is a good uh, family horror because it's like scary with the assets. Yeah, it's like it's not even that scary for real. You know, people are dying, they got ghosts. I can see that if you have a small child, they might get like a ah because, you know, some of the little... The, some of the specters are a little, you know, rough around the edges. Nothing too crazy. They may get a little uncomfortable by the goop. A lot of ectoplasm in all these movies, you yeah. know. It's just, ugh, it's everywhere. Um, but check these shits out. They're fun. Yeah, and you have to rent the first two unless you own them, which a lot of people do. Uh, the third one, it was supposed to be on FX, but wasn't. Uh, so rented it. And the last one is on... 
Stars. Yes. I have it on uh, Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Uh, yes, yep. but it is also on Stars. So, watch those things. Have a good time. Let's dive into movie one. Burr, 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 burr. Spoiler alert. Ghostbusters, 1984. <laughs> directed by Ivan, Al- I think it's Reitman. Um, he yep. also did the first one, directed the first and the second mm-hmm. one. So, you know, check him out. Also, I want to bring up that his son directed the afterlife the last one Jason. keep it in the family all right yeah. now keep it in the family you know what it, you already know what it is it's all right crazy. let me not i do know. the marshmallow man this week i love the marshmallow man uh, <laughs> i love the marshmallow man doesn't look so happy oh it's gonna kill you oh my god yeah wow well he he them eyebrows get furrowed he get real dun, 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 i'm gonna sit on you what that's what i felt like he was saying when he was He's walking gonna around. Say, well he was crushing people under he his was. soft marshmallowy feet yeah it was fucked up Jeez. but it was also funny okay and that's the funny part of the story because i um i never knew how the marshmallow man came to be so when i rewatched it and figured out how he got there i was like now oh that was cute don't right. think of anything so we got bill murray as uh peter vickman dan Aykroyd as raymond stance Carol Ramis as Dr. Egon Spangler, um, Sigourney Weaver as Dana Barrett, Rick Moranis, Louis Tully. Wait a minute, I'm missing a Ghostbuster. The black man, our friend, his name is Hugh. Winston. No, Winst- his name is Winston? Yep. Real name? No, his actual real name, hold on, let me get to his real name. Was it Hugh something? I know they bought a punch me girl, Ernie Hudson. Hudson. Wow. I am disrespecting my ancestors. He's not dead, y'all. I'm They're not going to fight you in the streets because I'm going to fight them. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for um Nobody can my see side. my face, but my face got real Look, serious. Look, man. <laughs> as soon as I said I will fight them, looks at the mic. Okay. But Winston. With uh, love. With love. Uh Winston, who is our, you know, black friend. This only you know, we only can have one. I didn't like how they didn't want to make him not a scientist. How come everybody couldn't be no scientist here? How come he couldn't be a scientist that was looking for other scientists because he too was displaced from his job and he linked up with a scientist? Why he had to be a regular developer? I like or a regular or old colleague or something Why? like that. Even a T like not a T because they did that to Leslie's character later she on. She's an MCA worker. Like and I'm like, bruh, because they were showing him like he applied for a job, went in, and they were showing him the ropes pretty much. It wasn't like, oh, he was a scientist. Why can't we we have black people in STEM. Well, you know, he in STEM by proxy because he got the job, so now he immediately in STEM. Yeah, but I just, STEM. you know... It's science. It was the 80s. Yeah. And although I'm kind of still holding my nose, because then, you know, I, I know you... I'm jumping all over the place when you were talking about... I think we were talking off mic about things that um, we had questions, comments, and concerns about this movie. There yes. was a comment made in movie four where Dan Aykroyd's character is on the phone, not saying with who or with what, but he's talking a bit about the past. And he was like, yeah, it was the Reagan era. You know, he seemed a little celebratory about that. Not too much, but I was like... <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> a white man. Like, I leaned down and said, hold on now, what's going on? Yeah, he's a white man. They would benefit from the Reagan era if they were in business. But also, like, the way this is written into this script, I'm like... Well, I- Ooh, yeah, well, I mean, also... It's a, it's probably a joke, but not a joke. Uh, I don't know if it's a stab or a I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. I said, oh, that's... Listen, girl, 
Mm-mm, don't make those kind of this was made during the pain dog don't right do before read the room also i want y'all to know that that's why poster guys got knocked the fuck off my list because the man the daddy was reading that fucking reagan book bitch i was like wow you're it not just, in the top five anymore fuck you talk about blow your high like you see somebody smoking that gas and you look down at it, it's a book a rating book mm. they were literally smoking marijuana in the film and reading right Ra- oh, something about that doesn't you know what i'm gonna just go it cancels ahead. out crisscross applesauce that, yep, well, that's it. The movie starts with all this whimsical-ass music. We love that. We in here. It's a ghost in the library. You know, blah, blah, blah. So we we don't see what really happens. We just see the ghost fucking shit up. Um, and I like those big old libraries. I do, too. I um, yeah, libraries don't look like that anymore. When I was watching that library on screen, re-watching this film, you can smell the books. Me, too. And <laughs> especially as the ghost is wreaking havoc in the downstairs part. Also, I was thinking, like, damn, they fucking up the car catalog. Someone's going to be upset. Ooh, Dewey Decimal System. They, bruh, they got fucking they got fucking slime all on the books. You can't even use the encyclopedias and shit. Bruh, who the fuck goes to clean that up? I know the librarian not supposed to. They probably are. I'd be upset. Pissed. Uh-uh, I would call somebody else. What if this is um, hazardous material? Somebody else needs to clean this up, not me. We could just... Get them, get rid of them books. I guess we just don't have this set of encyclopedias no more. I will also like to say, for the record, this, I, t- I was talking to my partner about this, this movie, a couple other movies, any movie that take place in around New York City in the 80s and 90s, me as a kid at this particular time who's never been to New York City, New York just like this, they got ghosts, they got zombies, they got all kinds of shit, they got... You know, they got ladies working the streets. They got, you know, everybody working the street. They got day folk working the street. You know, there's dancers, people with knives tied to other hands, dancing the street with Michael Jackson. Everybody in here doing stuff. Yep. New York City is the Wild West. Yeah, anytime, especially when you watch movies in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, every time they show you Somebody said Jive Turkey. All right, that's it. That's what I think of. Because, and you know what? Then you get to New York City and you see the backdrop. Yeah, this shit happened. Like, that's all I know in my mind. Because anything can happen in New York. It, I you, I believe it. Remember we was walking down there and we just saw a whole ass turkey just sitting. Not like a walking turkey, but like a cooked turkey just on the street. Let's go. Just there. It's go time. Like, I <laughs> <What>? love that. <laughs> Wonderful. Watch out for the random dripping liquids. All right. Uh. So... We move on to Professor um, Peter Vinkman, who is Bill Murray, and they got the students in here. He's showing them the cards, and they're supposed to be guessing what's behind there. First first red flag on the play. The girl is guessing them, but she's not getting them right, but he's telling her she's getting them right. And then the boy, the young man, he's getting them wrong. I think he even got some right. He got some of them right. Right, and he's still getting shocked every time, which is, one, you need to be fired. I don't, this is not all right. Y'all probably thought this was fun. This is not fucking funny. You are abusing students, and then he was like, I'm paying you. You gave his ass $5, even in 1984. $5, girl, fuck off. I wonder how he got in contact with these people. Like, if this one, remember if you ride the bus, well, I remember riding a school bus. Every once in a while, you get a little advertising on there about going to some kind of trial situation. Yeah, or maybe the they was trying a to student, get on, yeah, so probably on the money in the square, like little student union, student center, whatever. They got the little things and for, for science, five, but not for five dollars. Um, never for five dollars, baby. Know your worth. He's getting shocked, and he keep getting shocked. So eventually, he says, "Fuck that! Don't pay me. I'm out." Good, good for you, because your life is not worth five dollars. And then he tried to scoot up and start talking to the motherfucking student. I was like. Now he should have got tased. Tased already. I'm like you. You're very. Pre- this is really nasty. Predatory. Yep. Yeah. Y'all thought this shit was cute. This is not cute. This is not endearing. So this is the first you meet him. This is how you meet him. This is how you meet this motherfucker. I was like, I don't 
photo. So then Ray comes in, who is Dan Aykroyd, that stands. He comes in like, look, bruh, we got this information, dog. We about to go. It's a library. It's a real ghost. We about to catch this motherfucker. Look, we about to pull up. Right. Look, I got the things. Get your bitch, your proton pack, my nigga. We out. We about to pull up. And he's excited. He's so excited. And um, Vickman is like, uh, do I have to go right now? Is it really a ghost? He's the person who doesn't believe in ghosts, but you a ghostbuster. I mean, I get having a skeptic on the team. Maybe, or or just, you know, like someone who's like, I'm with it. Maybe this is not happening. But also, like, how are you an effective member of the team? You know, a question I asked people the other day is, how are you going to show up for yourself and others? And how are you effectively showing up for others if you don't even believe in the work you're doing? Just saying. I know it's supposed to add to the story, and you know, it's supposed to, you know, ooh. 80s, early 90s jazz. We gotta, we gotta create a team problem. Of, yeah, we gotta create the problem. Something, you know, somebody who's a little skeptic. I get it, but also like, no. I just need to know what's going on. But they pull up and they, and they see that ghost. Now, before they, they do see the ghost, now, a few things, which, again, my campaign against Vinkman. Yeah, I said it. Throw tomatoes, tomatoes, boo. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, he he pull up to the library and asks her, you know, they're asking her questions. He's like, you got a history of schizophrenia in your family, which, come on, bro. Like, that's, I mean, okay. I, I know you're a skeptic, and maybe it makes it, because sometimes you do get people who maybe they're not seeing what they say they're seeing. But then the next question is, are you menstruating? Bitch, fuck you. So, again, I, um, what is that another strike against Vinkman. Um, he already got three fucking strikes. And I'm gonna keep going. It's gonna get into the double digits. Um, so, they going through, they see the ghost, but they don't catch it. They, they run! <laughs> they fucking run out! They're a bunch of scaredy cats. I be scared too, bitch, if a ghost pop out. So, I think that makes them realistic and endearing, because they do be scared. They be scared. Try one. That's all. That's okay. You come back tomorrow. That's all right. So after they leave, they come back, right? The boss is already waiting. First of all, the the boss is reading Vinkman. Look, first of all, you're unprofessional. Your science is inconsistent. Now, to be fair, he's right. His science is inconsistent. His office is a mess. There are no results. I mean, I don't understand. He got fired. They lost funding for their program. So now you got to get the fuck out. He's like, ain't no place for you up in here, my nigga. Get the stepping, bitch. Yep. And they leave. They take their things. They walk out. Um, now they ain't got no job. So they. So here come Vinkman like, we could just go in our business for ourselves. We could just cut the ghost. But first of all, didn't you just say you don't believe in no fucking ghost? Is it Uchi Wally? Is it one mic? Listen, because you just trying to get, to get it on your feet, get a job or whatever. So after they do this, they're talking to Ray and Egon and all of them. Because for this point, it's only three. Winston mm-hmm. has not joined the group yet. This these three yep. scientists here, and they take out a loan or another mortgage on. Um, I think was it Ray's house. Mm-hmm. No, his parents. He's like, my parents left me that house. Uh-oh. Then motherfucker Egon goes, yeah, the first the first payments of interest are going to be like X amount thousand dollars a year or something, or X amount thousand for the first month or something. And everybody's like, oh my, the number was astronomical. Ah. Um, so they could have the fireplace because yep. it was just very expensive, but it had a pole and Ray was like, oh my God, it's perfect. Ooh. It was great. I, it's a cute location. I did like the location. I was sad that 
they let motherfucking uh, Vinkman talk him into putting a mortgage on that house because you know his ass is not going to help you pay. He just seems like a shaky character. Um, so, I know, again, another strike number four. Vinkman, don't like him. Um, keep on going. We got the place. They fuck fixing it up. They got one hired in. Got no customers. They got Janine in the building. She's mm-hmm. reading magazines, minding her business. Working the desk. He was like, you could be doing something. Like, what? there's no work. Vinkman, leave us alone. There's nothing for me to do. It's always one in the workplace. But then, okay, after he walks around, why the fuck Egon pop from under the desk? But he wasn't doing anything nasty, I don't think. I think he was just fixing something. He was, but I'm still just like... And the way she looked at him was like, oh. Okay, confession. I really liked Egon. I thought Egon was cute. I think Recipes. He, yes, RIP. I thought he had a fun. He had fun hair and he liked science. And that yes. was enough for me as a kid. He has fun hair and he likes science and he's not mean to the ladies like this other guy. So I, I like, yeah, I, I like, like that guy. Too. Um, the hair was bouffant. You know, I'm always here for a bouffant hairdo. Yes, the hair was just, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get a call finally from Dana Bur- Barrett, mm-hmm. who is a Gordy Weaver. First of all, her neighbor is sweaty as a bitch. He got the suit on. He won't stop talking. He's just very awkward. Lewis. And he oh yes, every time Lewis hit that bitch door open, he pop in the hallway. Very hey. yeah. And also, I want y'all to know that's creep behavior. Yes, it is. Y'all think playing this as a joke? That's fucking creepy. He's played by Rick Moranis from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. Also, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, I fucking hate that. I like those. Those ones are fine. But this behavior. Yeah, it's not harmless. He's a fucking creep. You're hey, listening to you know, for... I just did this and da, da 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 da. You all in her business? How did you hear her through a party? He be listening at the door, waiting for her to open the fucking door so that's he can talk much. to her. You, that's fucking creepy. She should have tased him. She should have, but she shut the door in his face. And she and she get to start putting her um eggs away in her groceries, and the motherfucking eggs start popping mm-hmm. all over the fucking cooking on the counter. That she, was a lot. She was like, bitch, what the fuck? And the eggs are cooking on the counter. And she's like, okay, there's a growl. She opened the fridge and it's Zool, nigga. Zool is oh. like, it's big Zool in this bitch. And then, she, and then she's like, uh-uh. And she just leaves. She's like, I haven't been to my apartment for two days, smart. As you should. But as she calls him, first, strike five, Bigman. Not he, stri- it strikes. I'm, I told you I was going to be double digits. He pulls up, I'm going to go to her apartment and... First of all, bro, what? I know y'all need to check it out for the job, but you're not trying to check it out for the job. Nope. As we see, yeah, you're trying to look at it, but he is flirting with her and being aggressive and all in her face. There's even a point where he almost kind of forces his way back in the house. and like, what? No kiss? He's fucking creepy. I was trying to figure out from these interactions, have they messed around before? Because she, they've really, never met. Okay. Because that was always confusing for me. Because even in the second movie, she asked, like, I don't know why they make But they her did character. mess around after. Yeah. Like, but yeah. then they make, you know, she's asking for him because she got married. And I, you know, I'm not jumping ahead too much. But, you know, like, her life has changed. But I was just like, the development of the storyline was very interesting. His, like you said, his behavior is very questionable. Somebody probably thinks, like, oh, it's, you know, you know how they paint people in movie at this time? Like, oh, they keep, you know, saying... I'm gonna, you know, uh, I keep trying to put myself on a character when the character's, like, showing they're not interested. I'm like, that person is clearly saying no. Also, this is not professional. If you're coming here to look for ghosts, you need to not be trying to look for Kitty Cat. We're looking for ghosts. We are looking for ghosts. You need to focus on what you're doing, okay? She's already got it hard enough that her neighbor is on her ass, like, fucking white on rice every time she fucking come home, goddamn in heat. And now you act in the same way, too. Yes, Sigourney Weaver is a bad bitch. Now do your fucking job. 
okay? You act like you ain't never seen a bad bitch before. You ain't never seen Coochie before. Like, Lord. Well, he doesn't help because the ghost is not in there. There's no proof of the ghost. So she was like, well, I called you for fucking nothing. Like, goddamn. So after this point, Zool is turning up, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Zool is like, ooh, I'm about to, you know, get, get more ghosts popping. So at this point, now they got more business. And they like they're getting calls. There's so much they gotta hire other motherfuckers. They like, all right, Winston. Time to expand. Yes, time to expand. It's montage. Catching ghosts all over the town. It's time to get it. Y'all can't see me. I am dancing. We making like a child. We're here, but they're catching ghosts. It's a montage. They suiting up, wearing shit. They get more money because they're catching ghosts and proving that the ghost. Yeah, because people are calling them like it's ghosts everywhere. They on Time Magazine and shit, and then the motherfucker from the EPA pull up like what the fuck is going on in here y'all are having too much fun bitch <laughs> he pull up like ghosts. plankton bitch what are you doing in here what are your recipes pretty He's much hating. but he is hating but to be fair this y'all have nuclear materials unstable nuclear materials just rocking you blasting shit around Walter Pat. yes oh y'all are just blasting shit around and doing all this wild stuff this is not all. Y'all need a little regulation. Now, do I feel like they should just came in and shut them down like that? Probably not. I don't know what permits they got or needed to get. Because what permits exist for paranormal ghost hunting? Like, do you And then have- they try to make it for under EPA type things, which I'm walking with you. But also, it gives very much villain. Because you're not really giving, like, you're just like, oh, these people are running amok. They're causing all this issue. The light's on them. I'm about to come as rain on their parade. We're actually... You're about to cause a real big stinker, bitch. You about to fuck up. Yes, I said a stinker. You're about to fuck up. You're coming in their place. You're telling them to turn all this shit off. Cut the power. Cut cut the curtains. Cut the cameras dead mm-hmm. ass. You're telling them to turn everything off because it is ruining the environment. And although you might have some merit to stand on because the way the environment is set up this time, you know... Looking in the future, climate change is really whooping our ass. So, you know, maybe you were on the right path. However... If they cut everything off, they're going to release all of the spirits they have already caught. But, you know, the government ain't trying to hear that. You know, they're not believing anything. So what they, they do... They think it's a hoax. Yeah, they, they cut that the power off. Yeah, and the man. ghosts literally come out and blow through the town. They pretty much are locking these motherfuckers up. You saw all the ghosts. Why would you then arrest them? They clearly were telling the truth. Who's gonna... Who are you gonna call now? Well, first, then they blame they blame them for using the stuff for um for using all the extra which call it and locking all the ghosts up. You try to say the ghost shit wasn't real. Then you let all the ghosts out, and now you're blaming them for letting the ghosts out. You should be what looking at yourself, bitch, because you are the reason why they had to be oh, turning the power on off on off on off. Snip snap snip snap. What side is it, ho? You Listen, on the wrong side. Wrong side. Wrong side of history. Also, wrong side of the streets in New York. Part of this might be Vinkman's fault again because the EPA dude showed up before and Vinkman got real smart with his ass. Now, to be fair, he pulled up like a villain with his big boots on. I felt like he was a villain anyway. Yeah, yeah, he pulled up with the, you need to show me what's going on in here because, and then, you know, Vinkman was like, well, I don't, you you need a warrant, motherfucker. And he came back with the warrant. Well, I mean, you do, you do, but also, you know, this character that Bill Murray may or may not be playing and maybe real good work. You know, it's just, it's it's a little shaky. Um, but ultimately, they all, um, you know, they get locked up and the ghosts start running amok. And they turn up on New York City, you know, adding more problems. New York does not need any more problems. But now they got endless specters flying through the streets. All through the streets. Well, now, 
they're locked up and the ghost got to answer for it. I mean, the mayor got to answer for this shit. Cause first they try to get them off the streets. Now they got to put them back on the streets and shit because we need to catch the ghosts. And when I say the ghosts are turning up, Zool done pulled up, Zool done possessed motherfucking, um, Sigourney Weaver, Dana. Um, yep. she's like, literally, she's there the is no Dana, only Zool. Period. The gatekeeper, and then we got the key master. I like how they bring the story back around in later in later films. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a fun loop situation. Uh, but Sigourney Weaver is playing the gate cap, uh, the gatekeeper, and you see how her hair is real bouffant and pretty, and it looks like you know all ethereal, and she's got metallic makeup on. Honestly, it looks like inspiration for a Pat McGrath makeup palette. We're here to see it. We love to see it. We're here for all the things. Um, and my man, what's my man's name? Um, Lewis? Rick, yeah. Yeah, Rick, Lewis. He's, uh, yeah, I'm saying Rick is real name. Well, his name Lewis. is Lewis. He's the key master. <laughs> so he's wandering around New York City because he gets um, possessed by Zool and them dog, uh, the dog demons. And he's got the bouffant hair and they making him look like his ass got jumped 50 times all throughout the alley. He was like, I'm looking for the gatekeeper. You know the gatekeeper? Do you know, like he's like floating around. And when they finally reunite the gatekeeper and the key master, um, you know, it basically is the activation time for Zool. And Zool, listen, the person that plays Zool, that short haircut, I, that's all I got for y'all. That's really all I got. I just, <laughs> just the glitter, the shine, the glitz. Are you a god? Period. The cat suits. I just. That was so funny. She goes, are you a god? And Ray's like, no, I don't. What do you mean? And she was like, bitch, why the fuck are you even talking to me then, bitch? You get out of my face. What the fuck, bitch? I will crush you, you Who fucking you? bug. <laughs> but they, so they're trying to beat her ass, right? Because at first they talk about, you know, they shoot motherfuckers with their blasters, you know, cross the wires, you might end the world, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But they shooting her up. She was like, look, pretty much choose your fighter. <laughs> and, you know, whatever's on your mind, they're going to use against you. So they was like, think of nothing. Nothing can beat our ass. We just go blank. Think of nothing. But Ray can't not think of nothing. He thinks of the little Mr. Puff Man. He's like, I'm so sorry. And then this big ass marshmallow Puff Man come over hit the corner like, hey, this is the part of the movie I remember the most. Yeah. Also, we have a running joke in our friendship that I am the marshmallow puff man. It's so cute. Because I'm, oh, I'm so cute, but then also I am knocking over buildings. I will squish you. I'll beat your ass. And I'm knocking over buildings. Pew, pew, pew. I'm a marshmallow. But I'm also cute. Look at me. Well, they defeat the marshmallow man and everybody in New York City who's in this area gets splat with marshmallow. That's fun. That is fun. Um, But also gross because... Sigourney Weaver pop uh, up. uh, It's sticky. Sigourney Weaver pop out of the uh, little encasement because, you know, they think that she dead, but she ain't dead. She dead. She pop up out the thing. So Bill Murray, again, Vinkman, can maybe talk to her again. She's intrigued by Vinkman now, which that is a turn of a story because I... Y'all are trying to convince me that he can pull... So, no, I'm. It's like, it was forced. It was, it was forced. forced. It was forced. But hey, you know what? Fuck it. We're in the movie. The movie's over. Good time. Da-da-da. Music montage. I ain't scared of no ghosts. Yes, they're catching more ghosts and stuff, but not really. Cause boom, we slide into the motherfucking second movie. All right, so we slide into the second movie. It's 1989. I want to do talk about how I do not really care for movies that came out between 1989 and 1994 like that. There are some gems. There are gems. But it's a it was a real weird time, right? Like the hair, the fashion, the sexism, but then the empowerment. It, it's a lot of it was it didn't know who it wanted to be. A lot of these films. Welcome to America. I just uh that's pretty much it. I'm crying that the film didn't know what to, what it wanted to be. Um, that's how I felt for it in some parts of this movie. This movie was essentially movie one, but with an asterisk. 
also let me know if I'm wilding yes it is it just it's an extendo movie like a side mission or something. it literally is and I'm not upset about that because some movies do that really well I don't think this movie did that poorly like essentially movie two is where movie one picked up from yeah uh, it picks up sorry you know I said the sentence backwards who fucking cares um but our, we meet our crew of folks, our Ghostbusters. They uh, can't Ghostbust no more because they're getting sued because they thought they was on the high rise. I know the city was like, girl, actually, once again, we tried to tell you, thanks for saving the city, but we're still tired of your shit. They get sued and they essentially go out of business and they some of them pick up their old jobs. Some of them got to get new jobs. Some of them mm-hmm. got all kinds of jobs. You know, people, some people being scientists, some people still getting fired. You know, it's all kinds of back and forth. Doing got a, a job, they're don't doing got a job. They're doing birthday parties. Yeah, um, that was embarrassing. I didn't like that. Um, they was like, get out of here. Who are you guys? Also, back to the first movie. I just want to say this. Bustin' makes me feel good. Who wrote that? In the a man. I, I was like, I was scrolling to my notes for the second movie, and I saw that at, at the end. Because I a didn't man. realize they said that until they also, when the fog came out, I, one note I had is Cat is on the fog machine. So I'm always on the fog machine. Yep. So, yeah, back to the I went to movie. Party City the other day and saw they had fog juice by the gallon. And I was like, I will be back for you. And I had to leave because I came there for balloons. But I literally had to say out loud to myself in Party City, I am here for balloons. <laughs> You fucking around, start buying lollipops and <laughs> but, bullshit. Because they had some fun music. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just... No. Walk away. Walk away. You can always use a little extra fall juice in your house. But yeah, so they're going through it. And, you know, Dana, you know, Sigourney Weaver's back. She's playing Dana. And um, we talk, we found a little bit about her life. You know, she went away. She came back. She got married. Um, she messed around essentially in some place of uh, space or fashion with Bill Murray's character, but they didn't, they weren't the ones that got married. Mm-hmm. She had a baby, she got a divorce and now she's back in New York, um, saying her man, but she got this fresh baby. Um, and a lot of the story revolves around this baby and the new big bad and how they're trying to use the baby as a ploy. Like you see the baby rolls out to the street, um, mm-hmm. in the buggy and it's very much giving upper West side and the buggy gets stuck in the middle street and they're like, Oh my God, how did that happen? Like, that's so weird. Um, and that's how we're tossed into this new part of the story. And I'm just like, girl, I'm not even going to hold you. Like I said, I really feel like I saw movie two before movie one. Um, and when I think about the storyline, and I know the big bad is like, you know, like the river of ectoplasm and sucking niggas through the Patriots. Evil's just, a bitch. It's just, it's so much. And then using Sigourney Weaver as like, it's, uh, I, looking back as it, as a, looking back at it as an adult, I'm bored. I think I just was like, into this movie because it was on the back. I didn't hate it, but a lot of it was like, I'm getting my hair braided today or someone just threw a movie on and left mm-hmm. me in the room. It's on the um, TV. Versus me actually searching that out. And that's not for anyone who is like a super huge fan of this franchise. I know there are a lot of people that go up for this movie. This movie, the whole franchise in general, but I'm also like, girl, this rewatching this solidified all the feels I had about this. Once again, do not hate the franchise. Do not hate these films. But I'm also like, girl, this is an example of a movie that does not need to be damn near two hours long. Literally. Does not need to be, especially the second one. I think I almost might like the second one the least out of the installments. Yeah. No, they're not bad. Um, They're not bad, uh, but... Okay. You know, I'll watch it again sometime, maybe. But it's, it's a little long. It's better on the background. Also, that carriage, that baby, little baby Oscar... They drove. They went across the ooze at first, right? 
and the ooze, and I feel like the ooze is following her ass because she been painting at this place, and Vigo been looking at her motherfucking ass. Vigo like, yeah, so everybody trying to holler at Sigourney Weaver, dog. That's a bad bitch. I mean, she is just just like Mr. Poha, uh, the little um dude who is the um director of the art thing. First of all, the first thing he says, he comes in and is telling people what to do. He said, "I want you, everything you are doing is bad. I want you to know this." I was a bitch. <laughs> Wait a minute, why do you say that to an employee? You're an asshole. You know, you gotta look people up. And he's trying to highlight Sigourney Weaver. She is not fucking interested. He also pulls up to her house after he gets possessed because he's alone with that fucking painting. And the painting's like, got your ass. Every time I see this gentleman, what's his name? I didn't even know. Oh, Peter McNichol. I apologize if I butchered his last name. But anytime you see him in anybody's like 90s sitcom movie show, I already know that he's either going to be up to no good. He's usually playing the character that's like usually weaselly um, or he's already trying to get the girl, but he's pissed because everybody else then stole the bitch and now he mad because he got to play the side character role. Well, that's what happens. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That's usually the kind of roles that he's in. Um, and I would have loved to see him in something different. But, you know, once again, he's up here trying to, uh, you know, he's easily influenced by the demonic character in a movie. What does that say? Again, Bruh, so much be happening. I he yeah he's just well he gets possessed. He pull up at the house. They trying to get the baby. They do get the baby. They do get the baby. They, they get the baby. baby. She's shaking the he's shaking the baby up trying to put himself in the baby so he can get a new life. Yeah, this movie is wild. We got we got the new one in the background and this Walmart scene is insane. Can't wait to talk about it. But um, <laughs> so it's so fun to watch. <laughs> Gets more to each other. <laughs> um, either way. We go to them. They're Vigo out here. The, the slime is powering all the ghosts. Yep. And now the Ghostbusters can't catch no ghosts because they out of business. They ain't got no equipment. They try to lock them up in the court. But then the, the slime, they kept getting angry. It responds to like negative yeah. activity. It feeds so, off of negativity. Yes. So why the fuck the judge is like, I'm cussing them out. You pieces of shit, whatever, X, Y, Z. And then... The, the the slime ghost pop up. He was like, I sent those guys to the electric chair. Please do something. They was like, I'm sorry, we can't. We're being sued. Um, so he has to throw the case court out, the case out. So you know, ta da! Now they're ghost busting again, because busting makes them feel good. Sorry, um, I know that we're not there yet, but because we have the last movie on in the background, I am just so pleased with the practical effects. Um, that's all I gotta say. The Walmart scene. Yeah. Yep. But it goes, I mean, obviously it goes from practical to CGI, but the practical, the CGI is not terrible, it's CGI, but the yeah. practical effects leading up to when they have, um, what is it, the demon dog, Yeah. Um, Zool's demon dog friend, um, that is like sitting there cooling, I'm like, oh, you see the slime kind of just like, just drip off from the mouth, it's so much, I'm a fan, um, but demons, babies, slime, ectoplasm, possession. Well, we're here. With the slime, the slime is being able to motherfuckers from the Titanic coming out the boat. They got all kinds of ghosts like pouring out of the all every ghost into the point where the mayor had cussed them out and shit. And then he was pulling up on the dude was like, "Hey, so um, I know we uh talked to the Ghostbusters and shit. So where they at?" And the dude was like, "So um, I may have kind of possibly uh sent them uptown to the asylum." He's like, motherfucker, you are fired. Why? Who? Nobody told you to do that. Surprise. You sent them up there. It's 55 ghosts. I just talked to the old, old mayor. He been dead for 40-something years. Bitch, get, get these motherfuckers right now. Get them, get them their super suits. 
Get them their super suits. Speaking of super suits, yes. Janine haircut her wig. Because she ends up with Lewis. They be they was fucking. And I, yeah, and every time I think about that pairing, I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, if we go off the voice, it's very much right in line with what his character in Little Shop of Horrors was doing. You know, that the high pitched voice girls, and that's cool. Um, I felt like it was a forced pairing, but okay, I'm just going to go with it. Uh, and Janine's Bob is wild and crazy kids, but also a sign of the times because think about the hairstyles. Yeah. She definitely was making super suits and shit. I'm not upset. I, I, it just was this, this all seems the thing to me. Like (laughs) it looks the y'all please. And you know, wigs, we'll talk about that when we get to 2016 because the wigs, mm, it gets worse. Um, well, Ivan Ooze's uh, cousin is sliding yes. through. Vigo is up Older, angrier cousin. Yeah, older, pissed off cousin. Because he was like a person who did genocide and all types of fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, He's evil. Yeah. He's, he's straight up evil. So the Ghostbusters finally get their shit together. They were like, well, we know that the um, slime reacts to, you know, energy, which is also yeah. a wild story plot. Because it was like, you know, the New Yorkers all me and moon. How are we going to get everybody to be happy again? Oh, let's put some slime on the Statue of Liberty and get a ride over there. And then they're going to start singing the national anthem and shit because they love America. First of all, Girl, what the fuck kind of conclusion was this? What is this? This is so what? I, okay, I guess. So they're singing and then I was getting sprayed and their, the positivity is beating his ass. And <laughs> that's literally, he literally gets taken out by the power of positivity, bitch. I... With the power of love. love. Every hour. Sorry, y'all. I love that song. I'm bobbing real hard. Apparently, that's a remake. Oh, okay. I mean, you the original thing. The internet has really um, opened my eyes to a lot of things. But yeah, so they defeat his ass with the power of love. And you know Sigourney got... um, Her character in this movie definitely got possessed again. You know, she can't stop getting possessed. It's kind of crazy. Um, she needs to move out in New York City, yeah. to be quite honest. And she needs to be leaving Bankman alone because anytime she What's talk she about him and she think about him, they don't need to be going on dates because that's how she keeps getting possessed, in my opinion. Listen, will he play good with the baby? He love him some Oscar. Although he be talking about Oscar daddy. Like, girl, be quiet. That baby can hear you. Also, two more strikes against Bankman. Um, and we're on, what, strike five or six? Bankman mentioned something about someone getting a green card. There, mm-mm. Then he also what? calls someone a sissy. Mm-hmm. The, bitch, I don't, I, I'm not really, I'm not a fan. Again, Vingman, strike seven. Yeah. We're on strike I, seven. Uh, yikes, 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 yikes. We're definitely on strike seven here. I'm, mm, we're being, it's being, it's doing, we're doing a lot. He also invites himself when they do, when they're investigating Dana, they try to do it secretly. And he pulls up uninvited again, strike eight. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the second movie. I'm weak. So everything is okay. My note is they sing it with the slime, slime Vigo, everything's okay. Cause they sing it. Why is that the thing? Um, I don't think this movie deserved a 54% for Rotten Tomato. I don't think it deserved a really super high rating, but I don't think it deserved a 54. I feel like it was a six, six and a half. Uh-oh, here we go, here we go. Here All right, we go. I'm here. It's me, I'm here. I feel like the 60% for me would come from nostalgia. Okay. A lot of it comes from nostalgia. 
watching if I would that would have been the first time I watched this movie by itself, I'd have been like, yeah, the fifty four can hit, okay. like because the plot is just very. The plot is strange. There's some weird racism stuff in here going on. Okay, okay. I'm under, I'm know, walking with you. It's some some dialogue that's being said that's, that's not aging well. Again, it's mostly the plot. The acting is okay, and some of the gags are fine, but a lot, of, again, it's a comedy and a lot, and y'all relying on Bill Murray so much for a lot of the comedy parts. And his comedy don't hit for me like that all the time. He's all right in some movies, but for this one, I would just go back because I think as a kid, I didn't, I, I, did, I didn't get the jokes. Wasn't Bill Murray on SNL? I didn't watch SNL as, when he was on I, there. I feel like the answer is yes. I know Dan Aykroyd was. Um, really? Okay. I believe Dan Aykroyd. Let's look this up because I feel like he was, and I know somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, was he?" Let's look. I know he was in some movies. I that's what I know. And I know yes, he did a lot Dan of comedy. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was on SNL. He was one of the. Um, he was back in the back back. I know I wasn't making that up. Okay, I wasn't watching it the back in that back that far, but I also understand. He he was there. They were making jokes. I don't really know. So again, some of yeah, them they were on the early days of SNL okay. seasons, like two, the first couple, like. So the, the SNL tracks when we get to the yeah. next movie. That's okay. why I was like, you know, the newer one, and I know we're kind of pivoting into it, mm-hmm. the newer one, because I remember people dogging this film, and I know it was for the sexism, and I know it was for the racism, because, you know, they don't want to see femme people doing anything. Um, and, you know, fanboys loved to, you know, they just want to see shit in a certain way, mm-hmm. and they get upset. That's why the racism jumps out. When you see um, her name, oh yeah, girl, they love they, mm, they love they love to talk shit about Leslie. Like you could not fuck with somebody. Like oh, I may not be the huge fan of her work, and not because I dislike her as a character, but it doesn't appeal to me. But I'm not gonna sit up here and take time to drag her. Fuck what you talking about. But not even that. Like when the fanboys jump out, when it's any kind of franchise that they're used to seeing in a certain thing in a certain um direction. And portrayed it a certain way, like with Star Wars. And then whenever they add a new random black, oh, it's a black person. I'm like, I can't believe it. Are you okay? (laughs) Uh There's no black people on this this, um, planet. Nigga, how you know? Are you on the planet? That's a fantasy. Ain't no black people in the fantasies. Y'all are doing whites only for fantasies too. There's no lady uh, Ghostbusters. That's not right. Are you're you just, sure? You're just doing this because you want to do put women in everything, so they you, can only be secretaries. Also, men have had the rock for so long when it comes to film. Let them have this thing. It's I'm not, upset. And if you don't like it, you just don't have to watch it. The girls, the, the kids, like the little girls, get to see that they get. When I was watching it's Ghostbusters, yeah, I was like, I was having a good time with Ghostbusters, but won't no women. And the ghost won't. Well, I couldn't be. No, I didn't see myself as a ghostbuster. You got to linked up to Winston because he's the only black one, and still, he's not a woman. You know that I don't. But now this movie, okay. If I saw this as a kid, I could be a ghostbuster. Love that for you. That's and they're all scientists. I thought that was cool. They had a himbo character. We don't get enough of those uh, because they had Thor in there. But either way, we movie two was fine. It was okay. You could watch it. It's not. It's just a continuation of the first movie, which was already a little too long, and this one was also too long. Yeah. So if we would have cut some of the stuff out, I think the movies would have been more effective. A little less Bill Murray. A little less. Because sometimes his little rants and stuff go on a little too long, yeah. and they're not 
funny to me. Maybe other people really enjoy it, but I just really You know, he has an audience. He does. And some people are like probably having the time of their lives when he's just I like him in Zombieland, but also, you know, I'm as I'm getting yeah. older, you know, as the curtains being drawn back on some of those uh, actors who were still with us and, you know, the shit they were doing back in the mm-hmm. backpack. While we, my, my guy, while we, they got you on the Summer Jam screen. Um, and I'm like, wow. So, y'all was cutting up like that. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how Ooh. I feel. Nope. Okay. That's that's really how I'm feeling. Um, But like I said, before we dive into movie three, yeah. movie one and two, I still say, you know, check out check it out at least once. Um, they're good for OGs. Definitely. Like, I, like, they both, especially movie two, drags on way too long. Movie two had a nerd to be longer than movie one. And I... For what? I, With I, a, a weaker plot to me. With it, a weaker plot. Nothing about it makes sense. It's just, it wasn't a good choice. Um, just, just a no. Just a no. Um, and obviously, you know, if you, this is, <laughs> I felt like this movie was like anti-NYC propaganda. Like if it was like, fuck New York City, here's why. All the bad shit keep happening in New York City. They got ghost nigga, they got plasma, they got, you know, people running the buck. They got, you know, people mugging you and stuff because 80s, 90s New York was wild. Um, this would be another film to say, I told you so, and why you shouldn't move to New York City. Um, but I feel like the New Yorkers would love that because they would have a lot less transplants drinking up all their water and eating all their, um... Chopped cheeses. Chopped cheeses are so good. Yes, they are. Um, yeah, this movie, you know, watch them. Now, we're going to go ahead and dive into the next two films. Again, the first two on VOD, you have to pay for them. I think the first one is definitely worth the you money. You can find the first one at, like, somebody's Walmart or Target for $5, bro. And now, it's, now, for $5 to own it, absolutely worth it. Because they've been having them for the $5. They've been having them in the $5 section for it. Yes, that's why I caught the first one. Ooh, because shit. it was in the $5 section. Maybe also, because the new one was coming out. Possibly. I don't know, but uh, Hereditary and Midsummer, Midsummer on Blu-ray has slid into the $5 section, too. Just Ooh. letting you know. Might have to slide. Just letting you know. We love a bargain purchase. And as many times as I watch that movie or it's available, you have to rent it, you're better off just going to somebody's $5 section and having the time of your life. Yeah. Trust me, daddy. Yeah, let's slide to these next movies. Okay, so this 2016 Ghostbusters film, I did not hate it once again. Um, it basically is a remake of the first one, like we talked about. Uh, and like I said, with the all-fem cast, uh, I things immediately that they should have changed. It shouldn't have been the same format situation. It shouldn't have been a handful of white people and one black person. Yes, and the one black person is also not a scientist. At the very least you could have did was made her one of the scientists and someone else the MTA worker. But instead you made her the jokey jokey relief. I know everyone here is jokey jokey relief because you got like Melissa McCartney and all the other ladies from who are former SNL people Mm -hmm. and not just the immediate cast but even like the young lady that plays the... uh, the I guess the FBI or CIA agent who's supposed to be like the um, face of trying to calm things down for everybody. But I was just like, okay, so how come Leslie couldn't be a scientist too? Yeah, I would have liked for her to be a scientist um, instead. It would have been nice. And then, because all the characters, I didn't dislike any of the actual characters. Right. I thought they were all fun. And that other one, what's her name, Holtzman? She had, she had good, like, comedic Kate comedy. McKinnon. Yeah, yeah, I liked I liked her a lot. She, I like I like her jokes. When she used to be on SNL, I liked some of the, the, the some of the bits that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I like her in other movies. She gives Weirdo. Mm-hmm. She plays Weirdo pretty well. 
Um, she kind of reminds me of what's her name, Molly Shannon, a bit when it comes to like weirdo lady. Okay. Um, I I like Molly Molly Shannon. Um, but yeah, I liked her when she was in this movie. She's been in other movies too. Um, Kristen Wiig playing Aaron, and she that was cool. Maids, definitely. Yeah, that was fine. Um, a lot of comedic relief in this movie. I'm crying to me saying that was fine. It feels like beautiful gowns. It was a lot of comedic relief in this movie. And and what more can you say? It's literally the first movie just switch, switched out with an all-lady cast. Um, and then the secretary character is played by Chris Helmsworth. And he's kind of like a dumb jock, air quote. But not like a jock playing that role. He's like a cute guy he's with glasses. Yeah, he's like, oh. He's not, you know, keep bless his heart. That's the man you say bless his heart to. Oh, the phone's ringing. You know, I was cute. That's I didn't want to answer it, so maybe I'll try again next time. Okay. A fish tank is a submarine for fish. I see the vision. <laughs> I see the vision. Keep also, they clearly hired him because he was handsome. And I don't care. I, I mean, they okay. That <laughs> is, all right. They hired him because he was handsome, which is fine. I thought that was a fun joke until... I think Aaron goes a little too far with the way she was treating him a little bit. Like, the niggas, yeah. like, spit the coffee out. She's going to drink. That's nasty, bitch. You're giving a little too much Vinkman from the old movie, and I need you to and fucking relax. And it was too much. It's too much. That's the reason I didn't care for the old movies, because the shit Vinkman was doing. You didn't need to do that. But even, like, okay, so in this movie, this is the movie we're talking about that's a bit different than the others in the franchise. We're not. There's no reason for us to go super into detail for this movie. Um, I mean, we can, but it's essentially, it's relatively new film it's not super new but it came out in the last 10 years oh my god um and even still it's essentially the first one plus or minus a few things the story the overall story is the same like what they're trying to convey just how they're going about it is a bit different so we're not seeing a giant um fucking marshmallow creature at the end of the movie but we're still getting slime like slimer we're still Mm -hmm. seeing slimer in here he's still hanging out you still seeing these um, pivotal characters and then the folks who play the main characters from the first movies they're playing people with different roles that are kind of similar to what they did before mm-hmm. kind of sort of cute little callbacks um Binkman's character his name is Heist and he's still playing a guy who um is a skeptic he does not believe in the paranormal he even goes to after they carry um they happen to catch one of their first big ghosts or entities at a fucking metal show which happened to be an Ozzy Osbourne concert. Uh, and so at this show, th- there's a whole lot of stuff going on here. Even with these characters redoing what their lives and all kinds of other stuff. You have this guy who was determined to um, unleash all of the ghosts and spirits on New York City. Um, and he's playing super different secret roles and trying to get in. And he's, you know, setting up some shit up in the city. And he gets successful at what he's got going on. Um, he's able to possess other people. He's able to get these ghosts to sit up here and do what he's doing. But ultimately, the gang beats him in the end of the movie. Um, but I, like I said, I didn't like how, you know, Leslie's character was just like, seemed like to be comedic relief and support for everyone else. Um, yes. Yeah. I felt like that. It only felt less bad because everybody was comedic relief. Everybody was on joke time. So, because if it was seri- more of a serious movie and she was the only one on joke time, it would have been way worse. Yeah. But it was still there. Um, it just, there are plenty of parts that just were doing too much. There was a lot of exorcist callbacks too. You're going to die in there. Um, and then the, you know, slapping the power of Miss Patty compels you, which is a little funny, but then after a while I'm like, all right, man. And then the whole window dropping scene, that was a lot. Some of the CGI. Now, 
What I'm realizing is that it depends on where you watch it. If you watch it on a TV that's chilling, your computer, not too bad. If you watch this bitch on a high-definition TV, woo, when I tell you we get to the end of the movie and I can see Melissa McCartney, is that her name? Yeah. I can see her lace lifted. Oh, oh, like, I could see oh. the la- Like, when she turned to the side, I could see the lace was not touching her scalp. Oh. They did not glue the wig down all the lace. Oh. I could see the... I was like, no, y'all fucking... I know you fucking lying, bro. Oh, Exposed. Exposed. I know you're fucking lying. Also, Leslie Jones, her little like natural thing. Do you think that was like somebody did her hair, or do you think they put like a wig piece on her? Because when they got close, because I was watching this bitch in high definition. Okay, high definition. so the edges seem weird because you know we all got that little piece of hair right here. It stopped short, so it felt like they put a wig piece that was it looked braided. like a twenty seven piece that was just not braided down, right? But it was twist, so it's like a twenty seven piece. You know how they make the lock um, lace fronts and the tw- cornrow lace fronts? It gave cornrow up like twist updo lace yep. front. It wasn't the worst because they made it like natural. It wasn't super pulled tight, but or it could have been better. It yeah, I'm like, why didn't y'all just get her hair done like? Because what the thing is, if you get the braids or whatever, as time passes, the hair is supposed to get fuzzier or things like yeah. that. And you show the hair, it's not completely super, you know it's not a new, new hairstyle. So I'm like, why don't y'all just do that? Because it makes sense for it to get fuzzier some over time. And you shoot again, she can just mention, oh, I got my hair done, y'all look, and go back right to the movie. It's a new fresh style. I don't understand. But they, I don't know if it costs less. I feel like it would cost less for her to get her hair done like this. I, you know... Because it lasts for, like, two, three weeks. Like... I agree with you, but also, you know, the way the Hollywood money be dividing up, I'm not really sure. Now, you know, you ain't nothing to get a pack of braided hair called a day. You know, you just paying for somebody's time mm-hmm. for braiding the hair. Um, but, you know, that's I don't know how the Hollywood money be set up. Yeah, I don't... I, don't I thought know. it was longer than that. I mean, they just don't be putting enough money into wig and hair because they think people don't care or can't tell. <sighs> and I... Almost can always tell, especially in the the super HD. I was watching that motherfucker, and I was like, I was appalled, as you should be. I mean, because it was looking a little sus, you know, at a couple angles, and I'm like, I see what you're trying to do, but this 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 is not it. Um, I like a braided updo style, and it was a lot of different directions in the hairstyle. Like some was like giving a little uh, finger waves, but mm-hmm. it was like a braided finger wave, and another one was it was just. It was busy and I was into it, but I would have loved to see it executed better. This is also a movie that did not need to be as long as it was. No. The movie was an hour and 56 minute long. Nigga, why? Why, 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 why? This movie only needs to be an hour and a half long. It did not need to be as long as it was. Did it drag at some points? Very minimally. But holy shit, like I started getting hypnotized. I was getting sleepy. Oh, no. I didn't get sleepy because I enjoy. I th- like I said, I was pleasantly surprised because, again, people dogged the fuck out of this movie. They were like, I can't believe you make this movie fucking suck. It's terrible. Fuck and I watched you. and I was like, oh, it's not even that bad, guys. All right, it's cool. It's not It's not the worst fucking movie. Again, some of the jokes don't hit. I think um, the jokes hit for me because yeah. there's women making them and they're making certain jokes that I'm like, these hit for me. So I'm like, maybe some fanboys might have been like, well, I can't relate, so it's a bad movie. And I'm like, that's not really, that's not true. That might yeah. not be true. Uh, you just might not relate. And that's okay for you if you get out to relate, so you might not like it as much. But it's not like this the worst movie ever because you can't relate to these characters. I did relate to some of them. I thought they were fun. And again, we pull all the characters who were alive at the time because, you know, Egon, RIP, has passed away. Um, 
like not in the movies, but like in real no, life, in real the, life. the actual character. In real life. He passed away. He was also a di- director and producer. I didn't know like he was directing. I didn't know that yeah, he di- he directed a few movies. I think was it not? I got it in my notes. LOL. We love notes. Um, I think I have it in my notes. But Egon did a lot of um, Harold Ramis like did a lot of directing and stuff like that. So I, you know. At the time, I will say some things that I put in my notes. So their big uh, finale monster, we said they didn't have the mushroom, the marshroom, the marshmallow monster, but they did have like a big, essentially like the ghost. It was like the Ghostbusters logo ghost, but I, he gave more like Oogie Boogie from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, um, that's really what it was looking like for a second. I said this is giving clan as well, just the shape of. The top of the ghost head. I don't know if y'all y'all folk really think about that, but that's what I wrote. Something that I thought was fun, uh, Rowan's character, the guy who was the apocalyptic man who was trying to bring all the ghosts back, he made a comment about Chris Helmsworth's character, Kevin, and he when he took over his body, and he was like, I should have been dead. I should have been working on a long time ago when I was alive. Because he died, because they were mm-hmm. trying to get him up out of here, but he ended up possessing his body. And I'm crying because he was like, his name is Kevin. He actually looks more like a Chet. I was screaming because he did look like a Chet. Oh, no. (laughs) He looked like a Chet. So that shit kind of had me rolling. Like, little, the little comments like that I found were funny. Mm -hmm. But also, those are the part of SNL that I find funny. Like, maybe not every skit. Yeah. Yeah. The ad-libs and shit like that. Especially, like, being able to see that shit live. Like, some of that shit is scripted because, you know, they work on it during the week. But then when they ad-lib shit, I'm like, oh, okay. That's the part that makes it funny for me. Little things like that are funny. Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't think this movie was a complete wash. Like I said, the whole story situation is the same. Um, you know, they're, they're getting jobs, they're not getting jobs. The mayor um, and the FBI recognize that the Ghostbusters crew are doing good work. and re- Yeah, but they're also like, hey, so we have to paint you in a light like you're making this shit up. Um because we don't want to create mass hysteria. And what's her name? Aaron's character is like, okay, I understand that, but, but the fuck cat, that. They know. They already saw the ghost. Yeah, they like the cat, the whole thing with the cats out of the bag. Like, right. the cat's out like, the bag. But we can put it back in the bag. It's difficult, but it's not impossible. Right. That was a running skin. That was kind of funny. Um, and I'm just like, Aaron, why you, I know you're not, you're getting this, but you're not getting it. And everyone is like, okay, we're walking with them. We're going to put the cat in the bag so we can still have the opportunity to practice our work. And Aaron's like, yeah, I feel you, but fuck that. Because the cat's out of the bag. And they're like, no, Aaron, like, we got to put it back in the bag so we can keep having a job. And so there was... Right, exactly. So that whole exchange going back and forth was cool. (laughs) Okay. But the government was like, yeah, so you could keep working, but we're really going to discredit you. We're going to make everyone feel like you're a liar because eventually people, you know, I know the cat's out of the bag, but they're going to forget because they always forget. This has happened multiple times. You know, people, they gave a couple of examples. They were like that whole town that went, um, their insides were out. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and then ultimately for them to come back and have to plead with the mayor in a public space to get him to recognize what's going on because the guy, um, Rowan was out here making it rain ghosts and he they were like you know Mr. Mayor you gotta tell everybody to evacuate New York now I did think that that was that you know that over the top skit situation the way that, that that acting was going but I know it's like the the audience for this is like teenager like preteen it's yeah. supposed to be fun it's supposed to be campy it's supposed to be over the top um, so those were some things where I point I wanted to point out a little differences between the new movie and the old movie um I also think the plot was a little bit more, just a pinch more solid. Yeah. Because they had someone driving the ghost situation. Like, first of all, you got 
Aaron, you know, they they are two of them are scientists, but only one of them is working at the university. But she trying to get tenure, and I feel like they was gonna fire their ass anyway. Because here's the thing: you trying to get tenure, and your boss said Princeton references weren't good enough. Yeah, he, they were trying to fire your ass anyway. They even talk about your outfits. You won't even dress crazy. You got, and then you got on Reddit, and it was like, yeah, you're not giving me tenure. You're fired, baby. And then they now you don't have a job. They do the little firehouse scene that was a callback, and they yeah. were like, the girl. I thought this side comment, Delay was like, yeah, it's $21,000 a month, and she said, go to hell. Or she was like, no, fuck that, or some shit. She's like, what? She was like, girl, we can't take this. They end up over the Chinese spot, which the Chinese spot keep getting Melissa McCartney order right. It was like, there's one wonton in here, and it's split open with a carrot. There's not even any meat in here. Then it's a shrimp thing, and then they she finally gets more wontons, but it's all wonton all and wontons no soups. And like a handful of soup. And she's like, I just want... The perfect ratio of wonton to soup. And I love wonton soup, y'all. Like, literally. Five wontons, okay? You don't need more than five. Yeah, if it's a large, five or six wontons, that's all you need. Wet like wonton soup, swag, swag. All right. You already know, base all-star. Yes. Also, I want to talk about, uh, just real quick. Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about Egon, um, Harold Ramis, or Ramis. He directed... Um, Caddyshack, Groundhog, oh, wow. Analyze This, Bedazzle, like year Bedazzle one. Bedazzle was fun. Yes, year one with uh, Michael Sarah, I think, is in there. Um, he did National Coons, I saw year uh, one. Year Animal one House. Cool. He he wrote for that. He didn't direct it, but he did a lot of writing for like the National Lapoon shit. So those kind of jokes that they make oh. very those fall in line. Jokes, yeah, because yeah, he wrote for, I think he wrote for both of the Ghostbusters. He didn't direct them, but he wrote for them. And the jokes are very you know, man yeah, jokes. Yeah, and I yeah. get them. I get I see what we're doing here. But I did enjoy some of his films and that was a good time. But back to the twenty sixteen. It was a good time. The jokes, the side comments were fun. The CGI or the big T V didn't look good all the time. And sometimes they didn't need it. Like there's a mannequin scene when they're going they like they're of course there's a music montage, they're busting they're busting ghosts. Um, they're going places and catching them. They go to like a wholesale or some shit and they're trying to get a go the mannequin is running through the jail. Oh my god. Now that part was so scary because the mannequin turned around and was like, Bitch, that could have I feel like maybe animatronic or because they didn't need to make it have eyebrows and shit. Yeah. It could have just been a, a live mannequin. And would it, it kicked the door and broke it. That was scary. Leslie was like, nope, I didn't. Nope, 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 nope. All of them. I didn't see this. Nope, I don't think so. And I was like, yep, okay. I do like that they, they made, I keep calling her by her real name. I don't care. I like that they made her character an actual believable character. Yeah. Kind of like that scene when they're in, they're at the metal show and the ghost lands on her shoulders and Aaron is like trying to tell her. She's like, I know that. I'm just going to walk away. Calmly, and I'm like, she knows this ghost on her shoulder. She shuts your ass and up. She's just walking through the crowd, like, do, 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 do. hey guys. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm crying. She's like, I'm trying to tell that I don't need to hear it. And for like the person, if you're a person not paying attention, you're probably like, she's not listening. Like, she does not need to listen because she can feel this fucking ghost on her shoulders, bruh. That's what she's trying to tell you. We don't need to anger the entity, it's clearly perched. We have it in a place. I'm just going to walk they away. They shit. They doing all kinds of wild ass shit. I'm cracking up. They were they were having a top of This fake ass concert, concert just to have Ozzy Osbourne yell out some line about Sharon. And I was like, I know why you're doing this. But also like, this is not slapping like you think it is. Because, you know, Ozzy and Sharon have said and done some things over the years, y'all. Girl. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not slapping the way... 
God damn. If I didn't know these things, the way ignorance is set up, then I'd be like, oh, Sharon! Because I used to watch the Osbournes. But also, like I said, Ozzy and Sharon have done things. And I'm just like, mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they're some wild boys, right? Like, I don't really know about that. But overall, I think the plot with the movie... With these characters and the man driving, like, leaving ghost traps and waking up motherfucking ghosts and trying to shake some shit up. There's a driving person, like, look, the end of the world about to come. The calamity's about to pop off. I'm about to, you know, go ahead and set this bitch off like juvenile bitch. We in here. And he's literally walking around putting the traps together, like, ha, 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 and sacrifices himself, I believe. He literally get on the platform and was like, I'm out. And the ghosts turn up. And they turn everything on. And, you know... Oh, the, also the dude from Werewolves Within is one of the cops who gets, like, beat up. <laughs> oh, wow. There's yeah. a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of... It's a, it's star-studded. They spent money on it. It wasn't bad. Again, it was Michael Williams is Agent Hawkins. Oh, yeah, you... R.I.P. Michael K. Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's star-studded. They have some actors in here. Again, some of the jokes don't always hit, but I felt like that about the first two. So, I don't... I know why I got all the vitriol, but the movie is not as bad as some motherfuckers are saying it was. It was not... It was not that bad. It was not. Y'all are haters. I need some of y'all to admit that you are full of hateration in the dance room. They're never going to, but you know. They're just going to say it was bad. They're going to nitpick everything. And every time you nitpick, I'm going to turn this bitch right into movie one and turn the mirror at Vinkman. How many strikes does Vinkman have? 35 at this point. A lot. A lot. Even um, other characters make some comments that are mm, really. It's just, mm. it didn't age well. It yeah. didn't, and you can just say that it did not age well at all. Um, and that's that's just very much where the movie has to go with that one. Um, once again, I'm going to say I'm going to recommend this one. Yeah, I do recommend it. I had fun. I had fun. Now, I, I you got to rent it right now, but I'm sure she'll pop back up, although people was hating on her. I feel like maybe later in the years, people will realize they were being mean to the movie, because that happens a lot. Like, movies get, like... Um, like real sour responses when they first come out. Yeah. Even the thing. Not to say that this compared because people are like, hey, oh, I'm to that like, thing. How dare you As bitch. soon as you said that, <gasps> the thing. I'm just saying that people, that movie is awesome and people fucking did not like it when they first saw it. Not to say this movie is like thing level, but it's not that bad. But people fucking hated it a lot when they saw it because they weren't giving it a chance for other reasons other than just really taking the movie in with a blank slate and trying to yeah. see how it is as a movie on its, you know, where it's coming from. They ain't do that. They, a lot of people really was like, fuck you, bitch. Same thing with, like, maybe Candyman, the new Jake. That's the only time I'm going to say it today. Yeah, you saw me look up? Yeah. I looked up so slow, y'all. I was like... You know, people was hating on that film without giving it a chance first. And, yeah. you know, maybe later on we get further down the line, there won't be so much vitriol once people calm the fuck down and stop I feel it. like no. I'm still going to have the same thoughts on it. I know. Me and you, I felt better about it than you did. But I didn't hate it. I didn't it. dislike it. I liked it. I liked it. I I liked it. More Daniel Robitaille, please. I, it's not his movie. I know, but I don't care. <laughs> well. Helen. But you know, care. if you can go back to our Candyman episode for our thoughts on that, because I feel a different way about the OG uh, Candyman. I still like it, but there are things. I have problems. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, back to... <laughs> 2016 y'all was hey dance bitches enjoy it. if you like snl 
you will enjoy the movie for the most part. Yep. I think so. These are all familiar faces. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know people have their thoughts, but I can honestly say, like, sometimes... Oh, also, we know SNL's not for everybody. Everybody's not laughing at that. Everybody yeah. knows that wasn't everybody's bag. You know, some people are more mad TV people than there are SNL. I am also more mad TV. I thought they were the same thing growing up when I was a kid. I was like, it's this show. Come on, it's a comedy show. Also, if you watch Mad TV right now, because unless my check, it's on HBO Max. You watch a Mad TV at present day, you're like, God damn, this shit was spicy. Um... Woo! Bad TV. Spicy Mad It didn't age well. Mm-mm. Wow. You know what did surprisingly kind of age well? In Living Color. In Living Color is not too bad. Like, some of the parts, in yes. you can do But I found myself cringing a little bit less with In Living Color. Oh, versus Mad TV. Yeah. But also, Mad TV was like crude jokes anyways. So, that's where we are. But if you uh, like these ladies and them folk, I'm mm-hmm. not sure how everyone identifies. Uh, when they were on SNL... And, you know, SNL adjacent, so doing all those, you know, kind of movies, I think that you might like this, too. I'm not even going to hold you. I did chuckle. I actually laughed at a couple parts. But like I, I said, I liked Bridesmaids, and I liked them when they had their, like, you know, some bits they had on SNL. I find these people to be funny. But also, you know, some people take it to the next level. Like, there are some parts where Aaron's character is a little too slapstick for me. Um, but that's yeah. just how my laugh box is set up. Yeah, she was doing, like, even the, the drawn out when she was lost her job and she's walking through the office and like, oh, and I'm leaving and I, and I really get fired just so there's stuff in my office. That was unnecessary. We didn't need that scene at all. You could have just, you fired, boom, next scene. You're talking about starting a business. That's all. I don't really, we didn't need that. That was too much. Um, there's lots of little moments where it's just too much, but they don't last long enough yeah. to sour the movie. For me, um, but you know, again, it's not a bad time. It's not a bad time. Sigourney Weaver pulls up. Sigourney Weaver is in all these movies. Let's you know, she got to get to the bag. So she's is Bill thing. Murray and Dan Aykroyd. You know, all of them are in all the movies except for uh, Hero Ravens. You got to secure a coin. Also, Gabe from The Office opens up the movie um, with the opening scene of trying to get away from the ghost that's at the workplace and how he's getting tormented at work. Also, he was tricking them people, you know, thinking they're going on a haunted tour, but he was really having shit jump off the shelf until the ghost was like, I, 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 bitch, let me show you who the fuck really running this shit. Now he's sick. Now he just saw his pants and his uh, dude is telling everybody. Mm-hmm. Fucking rude. It's just too much, but... That's Ghostbusters 2016. Um, And then we're just left with Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is a film that just came out. So truly, if you have not seen this film and you really, really, really don't want to be spoiled, go ahead and hit the pause button and come on back, girl. Like, we appreciate you for coming on back. But go ahead and do that. Um, This is a 2021 film. This was also a movie. That did not need to be as long, long as it was. I do not care how anybody else feels. This movie is two, two hours and four minutes Long. Goddamn, goddamn. Um, directed by Jason. Jason. I said Jason. Excuse me. Jason. Jason. How many fucking times? Jason Rittman. It was directed by Jason Rittman. He the yes. kin of Mr. Other Rittman. Ivan. That's right, Mr. <laughs> I don't Rittman. know if it's Rittman or Rightman. I can't. Jason R. I apologize if I messed up both of your last names. I truly do. He directed Juno. I like Juno with an asterisk next to it. Juno was cool until it started getting weird and pedal-like. Uh, and that's my thoughts on Juno. And I saw that in movie theaters. And I was also feeling... And I have that on that DVD. It got really weird in the middle there. I really am trying to... I, I'm still trying to figure out what was the point. 
um, or what were your thoughts process behind that? But we're going to walk. Um, but in this movie, we are following uh, a mom and her children, uh, and they are living in a place. They're not doing well. They are poor whites. Um, they are about to get um, ejectoed from their house. They're about to get um, not even displaced. about to. They, they are. They are. They, the dude said, "When you leave, I'm changing the locks." Because she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get you some more money." He said, "That's cool. As soon as you leave, I'm changing the locks." So I'm just gonna wait for you to leave. Um, so when you do that, bye. Uh, which that is sucks. Fucked. Um, yeah. So I do want to talk about the cast a little bit. Cause Go ahead. I didn't. Okay. So again. I do like Ghostbusters, but I was not pressed for the new movies because, again, this is something that was on all the time. It was not something that I'm like, yeah, I'm looking and searching for this yes. the way I did for, like, Pumpkinhead, Wishmaster. And I know people are, like, rolling their eyes, like, like Wishmaster. People die in those fuck movies. Fuck off, guys. So let's start here. Okay, I had already, already, already graduated. No, fuck you, girl, works all the time. Girl, fuck you. I fuck love off. that. Um, listen, I had graduated to the movies where people were dying in them, Okay. I'd already got to the point where people were getting fucked up. Ghostbusters was cute. It was fun. But I was not, you know, busting ghosts. I was watching demons fuck niggas up. And that's just where I was in life, okay? So, McKenna Grace, Phoebe was in Annabelle Come Home and um, Captain Marvel. That's cute. Then Wolfheart. Y'all seen this motherfucker everywhere, Stranger Things, The Turning, yeah. James It, all of that. Now, Paul Rudd. I did not know Paul Rudd was in this movie. Paul Rudd has been damn near everything Anchorman since Clueless. he was a young young Ant-Man. warthog. He's still a young warthog. That motherfucker still ain't aged. When he How was he? in his 50? fucking teens to 20s, wasn't he in Freaks and Geeks and yes, some shit? Yes, I He's feel like he was everything. in there. Him and Seth Rogen. Wasn't Seth Rogen in that too? Yep. I don't listen. Everything and knocked up. Yes, he was in Forty Year Old Version, like all those movies from like the twenty tens and shit. He was in those movies. He was in one of the Halloween, the Halloween Five, Halloween Six. Which one is he? In? I can't. He's in one of um, five or six, I think. He's been in horror films. He's been in a few. He's yes. across genres, and you know what? Ant-Man. Yes, I will say this. I love actors that are able and gender neutral, who venture out of just one particular subgenre or whatever section of film you're in. Like, I love when people take a risk. It may not always land. It may not always translate well. However, I like the fact that you took a risk. And then when you're able to go into these different realms and still nail these roles, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I just like Paul Rudd. I do think he's endearing. Also. Now, I don't know if he's not going to be endearing later, but so far for the past, like, 20 years, also, he's been all right. Also, if you tell me Paul Rudd has done something shaky, I would not put it past you. His role in Clueless is the one I think. Oh, okay. Stinky. Because the way that story is I didn't is forget. Written. Didn't forget. Okay. Okay, I remember. Um, Car- Carrie, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon. Her name is Callie. Uh, she's in Gone Girl. That movie is wild as fuck. Have you seen Gone Girl? Yes, I have seen Gone Woo! Girl. Is she Gone Girl? No, she's not Gone she's Girl. She's not Gone Girl. girl. I think she like the girl. Girl. she might be the sister of somebody else. No, the old no. girl is from Gone. Old girl is Gone Girl, and that bitch was wild. Yes, um, Lucky Domingo, the girl Celeste O'Connor is Lucky Domingo. She's in Freaky. Now the other little boy. Oh, and, I ain't yeah. seen Freaky yet. Oh, okay, it's fun. It's I fine. think because I saw that old boy was on it, and I was just like. You know, I know this like you mean, freaky. Uh, Vince. Uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's the sentence right there. Well, and then also okay. like what I the last time the story was presented to me, it was my girl. Um, what's her name? Not Hillary Duff. L- no, oh, it's in my face. No, 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 no. Lin- Lindsay Lohan. Yes, Lindsay Lohan. And um, what's my girl from Halloween? 
Um, Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn or Jamie Lee? Jamie Lee, because it's Jamie Lynn. It's a lot of Jamie. I was thinking Jamie Lynn Spears. I'm like, she was in the movie? No, no, no. <laughs> but it's basically Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis. And um, you saw the names come Oh, up. yeah. It's Freaky Friday. When they switched See, places. And that uh, works for me. Not Vince Vaughn, young teen murderer. I know there's people probably bang with that movie. I'm going to watch it. But I want you to know, me just seeing that, I was like, oh, okay. There's a scene in there, mm-hmm. and you're going to be like, oh. oh here we go, here we go. Because um, I was like, oh. Do I need to alert the authorities? Um, I yeah, almost I felt need. like I wanted to call the police. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe some All other right, day. See, that um, I made a good choice. Then sounds like I made a good day. choice. Yeah. Now Olivia Wilde, who is playing so goes or who was Sigourney Weaver was originally. I Gozer. knew that was Olivia Wilde just by House. looking at her face. Yes. Now I want to take things. the time to this last person because I don't. Everybody else, whatever. Bo Keem Woodbine. Yes. I'm, the legend. I need everybody to know. Now, I need to... Uh, I make a lot of Bokeem Woodbine jokes outside of um, life because I know that he's been in all these movies like Jason Lear's Crooklyn, Dead Presidents, like Life Overlord. You, he's in um, Halo Jank right now. Legend. Legendary. However, funny story. Um, I didn't know his name growing up. He's just an actor, you see. But I remember him the most from that Buster Rhymes light your ass on fire video where he was the the other dating him and Buster mm-hmm, Rhymes both like your ass, ass on fire. fire. Yeah, they both show up as dates and he's playing like spoofy. So I almost never took him seriously because I always, I saw that video so much. I thought so you were about to say you used to think he was Sticky Finger as a kid because I used to think No, they played in the same movies I think together and I think he was in a Blade series which Sticky Fingers is in. He was. So they're always See? playing alongside like in some movies and some ones from back in the back back especially like a lot of black cinema. Yeah. But every Every time I think of him, I think of like that ass on fire. And I'm like, I'm trying to take him serious. But he's a good actor. He know what the fuck he doing. He's good. And you know, shout Black out to history. Him. Let's I go. just need y'all to know he's very iconic, prolific. He's been in so many things that you probably didn't even realize this motherfucker was in. He is in a lot of shit. Okay? Shows. Everything. Like I think he in is he in Snowfall? Give this man his flowers. Right now, while he's here. Because he's like he's like in his forties or fifties. He's Give not him very his old. Flowers right now. Um, yes. Shout out to Bokeem Woodbine. But he's a sheriff, black police officer. That is a trope. Always a black police officer. Um, you know we're here. We know Callie broke rent due her daddy dad. Damn, that's all hitting her back to back to back. That was Woo. And they got to move back to Somerville, which is this podunk ass town. And they moved to the house thinking they about to sell a house or some shit, get some money. That house is literally... <laughs> it's literally like you think think of the house that Courage the Cowardly Dog live in it's a little bit bigger but Damn. just as rickety and they is in this house on the middle of nowhere the dirt farmers in the middle of nowhere yes it's, I mean it's a town but it's a small ass town like with one restaurant or probably one school and shit like you know that's what they doing in here and they have to go to this town. You know, relocating and moving is already hard. The mama, you know, seemed like she ain't got her shit together. Because, I mean, she probably, you know, her dad, her family life was all kind of chaotic growing up. If your father yeah. was a ghostbuster, bruh, <laughs> that's a lot. The fact that one of the children even make a comment like, you know, you're never really good with money management. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Phoebe <laughs> be reading motherfuckers for life. But also, I like the dynamic of the brother, sister, and parent. Yeah. I love their dynamic. They're just like, they kind of, you can tell they really bang with each other, even though they be making like slick ass jokes. They're like, girl, well, you ain't got no money. We know you've been broke, girl. I love you. If it was like, I thought we was going to stay here for a week. Fuck, we gotta get some money, bro. We First of all, she could have told job. the kids that they had to move. Because she could have packed their stuff and be like, hey, we gotta move. That's the, literally the least she could have did. I know she was probably very embarrassed. She, you know, was trying to finagle her way in there. But your kids already know what the fuck is up, mama. Just let them know. 
Yes, especially because they're seeing the eviction things. They um, can read. And I also like that when they ask what's going on, Finn, you know, Finn trying to make some friends. He see, a, he see a bad girl. He's like, ooh, yeah, like this girl. I'm about to pull up. I'm lucky. I'm going to get this job. But they laughing at him because they, you know. Yeah. But he does work the job and eventually, because teenagers are chaotic. You know, they're going to pick on, mess with you first, and then maybe they be friends. Um, but he's letting her look. I move. She's like, what the fuck is you even moving here for? Like, what you doing here? There's like, no one moves. Yeah, no one moves here. Like, when they first put up, I was like, oh, where y'all heading to? Oh, we're moving to the dirt farmer house. And they're like, oh, fuck. Okay. No one's going to miss that guy. Yeah. And they call him the dirt farmer because he's a farmer who has never farmed anything. Like, it's just like, oh, he doesn't really farm stuff. He's got all this farmland and he moves really peculiarly. Peculiarly, in a peculiar way. There you go. He saw the list. Somebody's like, "Just do it, girl. Just sound it out, baby." Sometimes the adverbs be. It's all good, mama. So you know, and you 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 can kind of tell as the movie goes on who the possible like hidden Ghostbuster is because you see the kids. You see in the beginning. Um, they don't show you who it is, but there's a, a shadowy figure. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on the porch. You know, you can tell they're waiting for something. You see, there's some sort of. Uh, her fluffle, uh, some sort of, you know, back and forth. And then something is caught. You could tell it's one of the Ghostbusters, you know, catch things. You can't really super tell, but you know it's some sort of gadget. It falls down, there's a spark of light. Somebody did, boom. Then you pull up to the house, you know, the kids start discovering some of the old materials. They're, signing, they're finding some of the old stuff. Eventually, um, Trevor and them discover the old vehicle on another part of the property, mm-hmm. and you see you see it coming together. Phoebe looks like basically they're supposed to be what's the go? Um, hold on, you talking about Egon? Yeah, Spangler. Yeah, yeah they're the res- pretty much they are the grandchildren and children because Callie is his daughter, but they're estranged. They didn't talk. And he was like, I mean, I don't miss him. Fuck it. I'm here. We're just trying to collect this money. Yeah. And then um, you realize how much they look alike. I didn't realize because once I thought about it, like the nose shape face, shape, then you look at Phoebe and then I'm like, oh, no, they're yeah. related. They could have been related. That was decent casting for that. I like but, that. And then Phoebe's like, she's literally Egon, very into science, very smart, does what she wants, kind of pulls up. She in summer school, public school. But they're finding a uh, covering all the shit. And this is where she meet Mr. Gruberson, who was Paul Rudd. Gary Gruberson. And okay. he, why the fuck he put Cujo on for these kids? He put on Cujo, one best summer school class. He put on Cujo. <laughs> and then the other day he had him watching Child's Play. I said, oh, bitch, I would have loved this summer school class. But not him saying that the kids aren't that bright. I have Rude. questions. You should not be an educator, Mr. Paul Rudd. No, you shouldn't. You are not. No. Yeah, I didn't find that endearing. That was not endearing. Like, you calling these kids stupid. And I thought he was joking for a second. And then he was like, oh, No, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, really no. going to do what I want. I'm going to put movies on and figure all these seismographs and shit in the back. And she was like, You do seismographs? You do that? Because he's trying to play like she's stupid. She's like, I'm not a fucking idiot. I thought you were a gym coach anyway, bitch. She was dra- <laughs> dragging his Dra-ass ass. As she should. But they realize that Phoebe's smart, so he thinks she's a cool kid, and then he thinks her mom is cool, so they go on a date, and he's, you know, they're just making jokes and being with each other, although their lives are chaotic, Um, and he's enjoying the chaos, because Callie is cute, and he does think Phoebe is cool, and then he's like, oh, these kids are kind of cool. Well, guess what, y'all? We're going to get a revisit. The Big Bad is kind of like a revisit of story one. Zula's back. Bruh, so this is what happened. Because you see at the beginning, they're trying to capture the motherfucker, capture something big. We don't hear about it for, you know, 
because I think it's only been a couple of weeks since yeah. he's passed. So we get to the point, they get all the shit out here and they want to press fucking buttons. Poor choice. They pressing the button, they to hook the Ghostbuster trap up to the motherfucking car and shit. They done did all the, and then they to let Zool bitch ass out. You done let him out. He done pull up and he done got in the volcano. He done got the shit cranking. The ghost is coming out. You seeing a new slimer. Everybody pulling up. All the ghosts pulling up. They been hanging out with his new friends. The ghost is shooting up from the fucking the, the little deep well. They like, oh no, shit about to pop it's off. Too much. It's we too doing much. a little too much. We need to figure out who is Zool and what the fuck is they trying to do because shit is going left. So they find the ghost. They start to capture. They get the fucking Ghostbuster whip popping. He driving, doing fucking wheelies in the in the wheat. I was like, this is fun. Yep, a ghost definitely ghost granddaddy. I'm sure of it. They didn't even say it, but I was like, ghost granddaddy must have uh, hooked the hooked the car. Yeah, up. I feel like in my mind, I feel like ghost granddaddy was like, come on. Let me let me twist some shit up in here and fix this car for you. Also, there's a scene that you were mentioning earlier, um, where the cute little marshmallows are <gasps> jumping onto the grill and turning themselves into fucking s'mores. It it definitely gave Saucer's Party because I had to go Google the movie. Like, minus all the, if you haven't seen Saucer's Party, this is not me ruining Saucer's Party for you. But for those who have seen Saucer's Party and who have not seen this movie, it's Saucer's Party minus the Man. other stuff. Minus the end. And Sasha Party is very chaotic. So, they are... <laughs> uh, it's a lot. Woo! It's a lot happening. But, you know, the they're not only are they riding around smushing each other, doing shit, sabotaging shit, one of the... Not the gatekeeper. Whichever one of them dogs. You know, some always them dog thing. Okay, and you were talking we're about the practical... The gatekeeper and the keykeeper. And the, pro- the practical effects are pretty good. Um, master, excuse me. Yes. So, he pull up and see... Oh, it's a human? Bet about to possess your ass, and he runs through the jet, jumps through his window because they've been broke the windshield with the ghost busting earlier, trying to let the trap loose. And now he possessed, mama possessed. There is no mom, only Zool. They pull up and then banging this, but it's funny because he pulls up, I like your hair, and he gets the flower. And she eats, she bites the fucking flower. Oh my god! <laughs> and then they, they, they apparently have sex or something, and yeah. mock Olivia Wilde, who literally pops up and like, "Bitch, what's up?" Then a human comes, like, "Yeah, I, I set all this shit up for you so we could rule the earth together." And she literally rips his ass in half immediately. Oh, the one that had like the cage. He, I guess, trying to put himself in the deep slumber so he can be ready for her yes. whenever he shows up. There's always one person trying to sacrifice themselves to our old demigod or deity, and they're all like. Great, thanks, death, like, immediately. And I don't know if the people always know that it's in the cars. Like, they seem, but also they always seem pretty pleased with dying. So, I don't know. I also felt like Zool, in all movies, uh, is very much like a, what's those? Like a siren type of demigod or whatever they have going on. I love that for them. Her, she got nails. Her nails yeah. are glitter. Get them up out of here. Yes. You're looking like motherfucking, uh, one of the, like, somebody from Dynasty. Or run Logan Run with a bunch of glitter on your body. Listen, she got her hair slicked back like it's 2010 with Woo! the hump. She out here, okay? 2010 with the hump. Yep. We're here now. LOL. All right. Back Not even here. upset. Uh, well, she's out. They've come together. The world is going to shit. Now, at this point, when they were catching slime or whatever, and Bokeem Mulbound locked their motherfucking ass up, 
Um, he took all their stuff. I mean, you know, I understand. They yeah. was moving too much for him. They were also destroying half the city recklessly, you know, taking you. And it also was a scene that fucked me up. I like Phoebe a lot because Phoebe, he was talking shit about their daddy. Phoebe picked up the ghost blaster and was like, choo-choo, bitch, what you say about my daddy? She was about to turn Bokeem into Smith, like literally into nuclear dust. She's about to turn that nigga into just nothing. Here today, gone tomorrow. Literally, she's about to put him on a t-shirt, bitch. I mean, you can't be talking about people daddy like that. Or well, their granddaddy. She was like, you can't be crazy. talking about people can like that. You know, especially people riding down for their can. Like they, mm-mm. Mr. Bokeem, I know you knew better now. I don't know why they try to write your character that way. Mm-mm. You knew better. You was talking way too much shit. And then he was like, she didn't mean it. Because the girl, you pulled a gun on the office. You pulled a Also white privilege. Yeah, because girl, you locked up. Well, they left the stuff. They're mad. Mom is trying to figure out what's going on. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, the, come on, bro. But you know, she's possessed after a certain point, so they gotta they gotta save the world by themselves. But she does get one phone call in jail. Who you gonna call? Dan Aykroyd. Ghostbusters. He mentions the Reagan era, and it gets kind of bad. But he comes and beats the ghost. Well, they try. To come and aid and bring support for beating the ghost. You yeah. see ghost granddad pop too. up. You know, it's it's a lot of callbacks. You got everybody, the whole team is suited and booted. They crossing the lines. You know, Olivia Wilde as Zool is like, bitch, ah, 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 that's not going to work. And Phoebe gets them up out of here. And they use the powers that be. I see what you're talking about, about this braided design. I'm not really sure, baby. I that think is, that I is like know. blue. It's like a wig hat. It, it um, is. We're watching hat. the movie in the background, y'all. So The 2016 one is now in the background. Um... Yeah. And that's how this movie ends off. Like, they eventually all work together. The new ragtag young group of, of Ghostbusters and the old Ghostbusters, they're actually playing themselves. They're not, like, called, like, you know, here's a familiar face in a different role, a la American Horror Story. Um, or what's that other show? Channel Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we get the characters. They beat the big bads. The town is kind of set back to its right, you know, uh, the way everything was before. Um, you know, the mom, uh, Callie is able to see her ghost dad, you know, he's very silent. I like that they had a different, um, person kind of just bring them back. So Mm -hmm. it's not all CGI. Um, so you kind of get that complete team feel. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was cool. And at the end it was like for Harold, you know, like a memorial kind of piece. It was nice. She did what she came to do. I felt good about it. I did not dislike it. Um, so it's cool. I wasn't upset. I will say that I am not interested in seeing any more Ghostbusters films. After this, I really feel like... This closes it very well. This was good. I know that eventually we're going to get another one, and I'm not going to be angry, but I'm just going to ask why, why again. Okay. So here's my thing. I I actually disagree in a way because... Uh-oh, here we go. It might not be a movie. Maybe they could do a series because Ghostbusters okay. is set for them to have adventures capturing ghosts. That is... Because that's why my hot take is like, I think the first two movies are iconic because of the outfits and the theme music and the memories people have not so much because it's a great movie or the best performances or right in the third you like the song it was a kid everybody thought they was a fucking ghostbuster yeah i didn't even like slimer from the movies i remember the slimer from the um cartoon more and i liked i liked them i used to watch the cartoon a lot and i'm like oh okay i think i liked that like them going on adventures is fine. I think that's all right. I think they could do that with the new because you have a whole new cast. You don't even have to bring the old dudes back. Yeah, you have n- new Ghostbusters and two of them are women. I guess because I guess it'd be lucky. It'd be um, 
Trevor, who is Finn Wolfhard, and it will be Phoebe and maybe Podcast. Okay, I see They it. maybe could be together. And they Podcast be... was a fun character. I love Podcast. Look, Podcast, he's just walking around with a little... And he's like... I went Very to look descriptive. Up his... I went to look up his IMDb, because I was like, did he plan something else? Because he looked familiar. And I don't think he did, to my knowledge. But his little photos, where he was... You know how they pose for their little photos? He was giving them blue steel. And he was like, mm. As he should. I was like, yes, serve your face. Show show them. You got you know how to take a picture, little kid. Um, look, kids be eating people up in photos, and it's great. Oh, yeah, look. Yes, you see him giving Blue Seal? Blue Seal. Yeah. He took his headshot. He knew what to do. Uh, he's like, y'all gonna hire me, and he got the Rose podcast. Love um, that view. Um, it was a good time. So, they, I could see them maybe as, like, a little series, even a limited series. Maybe it's only, like, a few set of episodes, and they have this set of adventures. Okay. Maybe you can wait later if they've got the same people and the same writers. It has to keep the same feel if you're going to do it. Okay. But, but I do feel like a lot of these have a good feel going out through them, and they do feel connected outside of the 2016 one, which didn't feel bad, but the one, two, and this feel like a very complete, like, trilogy. Yeah. You could leave it just like that. I think it... I think, yeah, I think it's... You're, you're right as a movie, but as, like, series, they can have other I can see a series, especially for something that's geared towards teens Ch- and teen young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. I think my viewpoint is more so I'm not a super huge, like, this is not a franchise I'm about to wet my panties for. Um, yep, that's a sentence. That's wow. exactly what I'm okay. saying. But I'm also not like, you know, I dislike this series. That's why I'm just like, if you never made another movie, I'd be okay. Um, I wasn't even anti the new movie that came out because I figured, okay, like, you know, I'm eventually see it and I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm glad it tied it up. It didn't feel forced. It felt like a good continuance of the story. Um... But for me, like I said, I'm good. Like I, I feel like this is like you like you said, it's a good trilogy. It's a good lap wrap up. We really don't need anything more. Anything next mm-hmm. is like a complimentary piece or yeah, something or like a companion a piece. Yep. And don't, that's okay. Yeah, I don't want them to work too hard to tie the plots together. You can just use the characters. If the CW picked this up, I wouldn't be blown. For the first two seasons. Okay. I, I kind of want someone else to pick it. Not okay, because I know some... Because the budget I, okay. is going to be... You need some budget with Ghostbusters. Is the CW film. not popping like they used to be? No, baby. Didn't you hear about them? When we oh. went from UPN to CW, they started losing money. You canceled all the black shows. Okay, so mm. somebody else need to pick them up like Freeform. Somebody. Anyone. You know, I'm not a fan of Netflix like that, but Netflix would have the money to make it look good. At least. Um, I don't know because Netflix maybe. be acting like they got money and they be hiring people, then they be firing all they just fired all the black people. So you know what? You maybe they're they on their way out too. Maybe HBO. Maybe stars. I don't know. Somebody look, stars does good crowdsource. with crime stuff. Maybe a crowdsource. Put it on YouTube. I don't know. Something. Um YouTube has their own shows. I might start investing that. They got like a vampire show apparently. Mm. Right. I was like, I might be interested. Am I interested enough to get YouTube red permanently? Because I had it and I liked it because no commercials. Or whatever YouTube Premium ain't got the commercials, okay. but also like I haven't tried the trial yet. I might try it. It's good because it reminds me of the days where YouTube didn't have commercials and how um, I long for that back daily. in like two thousand and five. Oh, please, and please bring me back. Woo! No ads. No ads. You're just watching fucking movies. Um, yeah, the last one is really good. It's fun. It ties it. If you are a Ghostbusters fan, I feel like it, that one does it justice. You can't really hate on this one. And it has decent scores. I think on like uh, Rotten Tomatoes and shit. I think it's over seven. Something. Um, am I lying? Am I, am I pulling hold that on? Out my hold on. I don't know. Decent is a good word that feels good. Uh, IMDb was 7.1 out of 10. Okay. And Rotten Tomato was 63%. This movie was at least a 7.5 for me. I give it an 8. I'm gi- I'm, I okay. gave it an 8. I like, I think I See, almost... See, we kind of landed in the middle. I almost like this 
over the originals because okay. it had less of Bill Murray's antics, Vinkman's antics. It focused on Egon's family, and Egon's my favorite. I'm biased. I like I like scientists. I Science. love when she said. I thought she was when she was in the carpool with the gunner seat. She was gonna be like, "Oh, Phoebe, you're you're." She's like, "I'm a scientist," and I was like, "That's so cool. I'm a nerd. I don't give a fuck. I love science experiments, bitch. I love when they start explaining molecules and shit. I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah. I'm gonna start looking shit up. I like that. I am a I am a woman in STEM. There you um, go. Not as a job job wise, but I enjoy science a lot. So I like that shit. So I'm like, yeah, I love that Phoebe is a woman in STEM, a scientist. I, I'm rocking with that. Um, again, they pulled up with uh, if they were to continue with the Ghostbusters situation because we do got lucky in here. She is not a scientist, but again, there's only technically one scientist in the group, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we got fine. a scientist, a, a podcaster, a brother, and then they both in this. Um, lucky who both work at the burger shop. They just in here. I think Lucky's just a little brave. I don't know. We don't need a lot of people. We out here moving. We, we don't. And it, I do like at the end where we have a... Because every movie got some kind of fucking showdown where the ghost going wild and we got to fight the ghost. That happens at every movie. I like specifically in this movie, no one is useless. When we get to that end part and the farm part, because it recreates the beginning of what happens and it's just Egon's character by himself trying to do this thing by himself and not tell him why he's isolated. When you hear him talking, on, when you hear Phoebe talking on the phone with Dan Aykroyd, LOL Ray, you realize that Egon stole the equipment he stole a car he took everything and cleaned them the fuck out and dipped on them and because he was like he can go to hell and didn't realize he had died then was like i'm his granddaughter and then he got called he was like oh shit they sprung sprung into action but he took all that stuff to do this probably so yeah because the way he was the way he was posted people was talking shit about you know i he he communication All you had to do, he probably tried to communicate and, and also they said weren't a, listening. Yeah, they said, sorry, I didn't believe you. They, he told them. Yeah, because, you know, he, he was like, I need to post up at this place. I see the vision. I see what's going on here. I'm trying to get ahead of it. So it was all good intentions. Just played out shaky. That's yeah. wild. It was shaky, but everyone did their part. Even mom, when mom got unpossessed, she did something. When they got taken out, they came back and did something. They didn't just lay on the floor. I'm like, I'm incapacitated. I can't do nothing. So I did really like that they were, everybody was springing into action. Yeah. Like when shit went wrong, they came back. It was like, here's an opportunity for me to help. Let's help. I love when a plan comes together because everybody turned, pitches the fuck in mm-hmm. so you know many hands make light work yes please don't show me no night um night of living dead and barbara just giving you a stick and everybody else getting lumber for the fucking walls don't do that no, don't do that lumber for the walls <clears throat> her brain here's two sticks bitch fuck you um but i really enjoyed the the uh 2022 version i think it's 2022 yes yeah four four out of five stars for me I give it a say. I really enjoyed 2022 this. 2022 or 2021. You know all these years are the same. They mix it up. I 2021. I think I enjoyed this almost the most. I think the first is very iconic. And they their scores are similar because there wouldn't be this movie without that one because it's built on all the lore and shit. Because it ties in pretty well. I don't know if there's any inconsistencies. Cause I, and if there are, I really don't give a fuck that much. It's not that serious to me for the story plot-wise. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Which, y'all, y'all should watch it. I'm with it. I think so, too. Um... I, I feel like it was a good continuous. Like I said before, it wraps up in, in agreement with you. It wraps up a good trilogy. Um, I think it was good, a good story plot wise. Um, it progressed the story along. It didn't just feel like some like, all right, y'all just forced another sequel on us and this is what the fuck was going on and let's just come up with a story. It made sense. It did. It just made sense. 
um, and that I am thankful for because I hate when people just like, oh, here's a sequel. Okay, we're going to force it. It also didn't feel forced no. either. Um, so that made the film enjoyable for me. This is from someone who rather not see sequels or remakes um, with endless time in between. Unless you're Halloween, Michael Myers, and kill these niggas to the end of time period. Literally, they could come out, they could end it with the Halloween dies or whatever, ends, whatever. Can't they could come back 30 years later. And Mike back, like, let's go. They've revived him on some Jason shit with some electricity. And he guess who's watching the movie? Me. Me. I don't give a I fuck. Don't get, all the Halloween movies are good. I don't give a fuck, bitch. I like all... Well, okay. Nope, all of them are nope, good. Nope, all, all of them are good. good. I nope. do not care. Minus, you already know who made them. You already know who made them. I know. That's I know. It. But I still... And I will still watch those. I will, Michael but Myers. I'm going to skip over it. I'm going to, okay. you know... I understand. I, if they happen to be on, okay. they're on. I did not voluntarily put them on, but they're on. I don't like it when people try to make me empathize with uh, our big bad killers because like, just like they try to do with um, a Nightmare on Elm Street remake, don't make me empathize with them because I already know these people are fucked up. Like, I just, just know. Just know. Okay. Now, I know Michael's story is a little different, and I know this is not this kind of tale right now, but just know. But for these movies, go ahead and check it out. Show your kids. If you're wondering, how could I, like, let me put some movies on. Like, what are some horror films I can watch for kids that are not really horror films? The Ghostbuster franchise is going to be your bag, baby. Yeah. Go ahead and tune in. And like I said, unfortunately, these films are damn near two hours long, so your children have plenty to do. It's a work day. While you go off and frolic. Just sit them in, tap into your inner 90s. Sit their ass in front of the movie, hit play, and walk off and go smoke a J or something. I don't know. Listen, I'm not going to tell you to do that, but I mean, well. Okay, it's, it's, it's hard outside. Go yeah. read a book. Do whatever you want to do. If you that's not your bag, maybe if you're like, oh, I'm straight edge. That's fine. You can do that too. You can go have a glass of water, maybe a sip of, sh- of water. Go meditate. Lemonade. Nap. A good, you get a good nap. You don't even have to watch all the movies. Put one movie on and put the time for two hours. And there you have it. Boom. The best, best breakdown. Yes. And you can pull up on us and let us know how you feel about Ghostbusters because we know this is people this is movies franchise people love it don't fight um, us y'all I mean See you know me. you want to square up are you sure um dun, 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 dun. well if you do want to square up pull up on us at grltspod at gmail.com or you can pull up on at girl that's scary I ain't afraid of ghosts or y'all at twit I ain't scared of you <laughs> motherfuckers um R.I.P. Bernie Mac uh yes please Pull up on us at Girl That's Scary on Twitter and the gram. We have a website, www.girlthatscary.com. You we can, got merch. We got merch. <laughs> we got merch. Finally, we have merch. That was so angry. I don't care. Yes, those are posted. If you go to our um, link tree, which is in our bios and stuff, all the links, you can find mm. the merch, you can find the websites, you can find Twitter, Instagram. Now, Patreon got a little something different yes. than the rest of you girls. But, you know, patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Yes, we have bonus content, free episodes, some free stuff, not free stuff. If you join the Turn Up Eternals here, I feel like we got like 40, 50 extra episodes on that bitch. It got a, hell, a, lot a lot of fucking episodes going on. Like, there are a lot of bonus episodes. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, too. Yes, a lot of cool Crossovers. Stuff. Yes, crossovers. Crisscross applesauce. Let's All go. All right. Well, we have a lot of fun stuff. It's about to be a hot summer, y'all. So. Hot ghoul summer, hot girl summer. Yes, hot girl horror. Okay. Period. Okay. So, until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.